The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Get We demand competition. This is the phenomenal one. H.A. Styles, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And you're listening to Wrestling News Live. Howdy, folks. This is good old J.R. Jim Ross of the WWE. And you're listening to Wrestling News Live. It's showtime, folks! Police officer here? I told you you were too loud. Evidently, the cops are actually here. Here, your host, Trey, JSK, and Arnold. That was then. This is now. Ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the two-time wrestling radio show of the year, Wrestling News Live, with the bad boys of wrestling radio, the Trey Dog and JJ Sexay. Guys, welcome to another edition of Wrestling News Live. It is I, Mr. Money on the Mic. You know me, you love me. I'm JJ Sexay, and shortly I'll be joined by the Trey Dog. And welcome to another edition live right here on Monday nights, following uh, a very good edition of Monday Night Raw, and of course the night where they had a pre-taped TNA Impact. So much to talk about, guys. Just absolutely. So much to get out tonight. I want to bring on the main host of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Guess who's back? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Trey Dog. Trey, what's going on, buddy? Well, 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 I don't know if anybody out there in the wrestling world can hear me or not. I'm uh, still live. Oh, I love... Can you hear me now? Yes. What the hell just okay. happened? I thought I thought you dropped. That was awesome. Wonderful world of Skype. You gotta love it. But, uh, Skype is not like for paid while callers are online. I can tell you that much. I don't know why. It's really weird. But uh, with that being said, so where we're going to go tonight? Yeah, I, I may have to figure out another way. I might actually have to just call you on the cell phone and then uh, patch you through my Skype line because I, I don't know any other way this is going to work. I can't. You're coming in and out. I, I can't even hear anything you're saying. It's like I'm talking to a fucking robot here tonight. 
<laughs> is this any better? That's a little bit better, yeah. I don't know. I'm standing outside. I, this is the best it's going to get, I guess, with my phone. And I'm standing outside. But, man, what a I, – I honestly, on the drive out, I thought, what are we going to talk about this show? we got WrestleMania, of course. Sean's retirement, absolutely. And then w, not WCW, but TNA and WWE. And, and I'm like, I'm just so lost right now. I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to start. Well, I mean, I guess we could start off really with uh, with WrestleMania from last night. I mean, so much happened on the show, you know, leading into what happened on Raw tonight. Well, I mean, what's funny is that you know, I'm such a big TNA guy. Tonight, I, I I just you know, I watched TNA, but I'm so emotionally wrapped up in what was going to happen at the end of Raw that I don't remember a whole lot. You know, I have to. You know. Admit, I I tried to watch as much TNA as I could tonight, but uh, you know, I I caught myself watching Raw a lot more tonight. I watched a little bit of Raw tonight. Um, like I said, I mostly watched TNA. I I I went back and rewatched WrestleMania again this afternoon because a lot of what I heard out of the internet wrestling community last night was go figure. Nothing but negativity on WrestleMania. Now, I don't know what show you motherfuckers watch, but the ones that I watched, the WrestleMania I watched, I was thoroughly entertained. I don't know what you people want anymore. I, I'm to the point now where I think, and I say you people, I'm talking to radio hosts around the world. Is it gonna take what does I what's it gonna take to impress you sons of bitches? I mean, I, I sat there and watched Brawl last night and I thoroughly was entertained. And yeah, the, the, the money in the bank match was a little spotty, but what'd you expect it to be? That's what it is. That's why they put the people in they put in it, other than Kane. And that's to absorb some fucking blows. You know, I, I, Undertaker Sean, we've been telling you, I know JJ and I both have said this on numerous occasions, don't expect last year's match. That's why they have the stipulation they have is because both guys are going to miss some time because they're extremely banged up. Imagine yourself as tired as you've ever been and as sore as you've ever been from whatever you do, and then somebody knocking on your door and telling you, hey, we need you to go out there and put on a five-star wrestling match. You can't. Very true. And it was still a good storytelling match. The climactic ending was Sean crawling up Undertaker's body like it was a ladder and saying, don't, don't pity me, kill me. No. You know, I'm trying to think of what else was the, the the John Cena Batista match. Batista has come so far in a year and a half that it's not even funny, and maybe it's because he's not hurt anymore. Maybe he's healthy. I think Trey. I think Great we'll... story that told. You know, Cena Batista was off the charts. 
I agree. Yeah. I, I just don't understand what you cynical, know-it-all motherfuckers in the wrestling radio world that host your radio shows in your grandma's basements or wherever the fuck you're at, what do you want? What's it going to take for you to stop being a virus spreading sickness in the internet wrestling community to where all you can do is bitch and complain? I'm with you, man. I just don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, I just, I, I just don't know what it's going to take anymore. You motherfuckers have been so, you know, trained to play your show's intro, bitch, 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 bitch. We'll see you next week and play your outro. Why don't you take the time, instead of calling yourself a wrestling radio, why don't you really watch the product and try to figure out a little bit about what you're talking about before you waste any more people's time and money? And that goes to everybody. I'm not singling out a single show. I listened to three shows today that were highlights from last night, and all they did was bitch. I see it. See, I'm in the same boat as you. I checked out a couple different radio shows today. I've gotten a lot of feedback from a lot of different people, and it just seems to me that everybody seems to be negative on the product. Now, there were two or three matches I thought were pretty shitty last night. But aside from that, I really don't understand what all the negativity is coming from. I mean, quite honestly, you got what you paid for last night. In fact, a lot of you motherfuckers didn't pay for it last night. But it was a good show. 90% of you probably didn't pay for it. But here's the kicker. Here's what I want you guys to do. I want all you internet wrestling know-it-alls, if you write a column for whogivesafuck.com, or you are a fucking radio host that, you know, because you got a headset and a computer, you decide to fucking do a show, you know, and you ruin the interview process for the rest of us. Because you're a fucking idiot. Every time you, you want to bitch about wrestling, I want you to go outside and piss on an electric fence. <laughs> and then after about three weeks of you pissing on this electric fence, you're going to go, this hurts. I'm not doing this shit anymore. It's not worth it. And then you fucking little wrestling radio shows that all you do is bitch will finally go the fuck away. And leave it to the big boys. Because you'll figure out that coming on here every night and bitching just isn't worth your time, trouble, or health. Because honestly, I watched the same fucking WrestleMania you watched last night, and I was thoroughly entertained, and all I heard was bitch upon bitch upon bitch from the internet wrestling world today. And it's just pathetic. What do these guys got to do? Turn themselves inside out? Jesus Christ. I'm with you, buddy. I just don't understand. And feel free to call in and debate me. Tonight might not be the best night to get on my bad side, but go ahead and try. All right, JJ, I'm going to step off my pedestal now. You feeling better, Trey? Um, 
A little bit. A little bit. Glad to get that off your chest. Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot more things I want to lash out on, but for right now, Cicely Auto, if you want to call in, I will embarrass you right now. You probably don't want to call in and bother me right now because there's nothing you can say that's going to convince me, A, that I'm wrong, and B, that WrestleMania was a shit pay-per-view. The Orlando Jordan skit is what he wants me to answer. I can care less about Orlando Jordan. Here's an idea, Mike. Not every wrestling thing works. And sometimes you got to go through the trial and error process to find something that does. That one doesn't. Would you like me to go any further, or will that answer your question? All right. Moving on, JJ. Wow, you are just full of venom tonight. Somebody pissed at your Wheaties. I, I, I just, you know... I get this way once in a while when all I hear is negativity. If it's so bad, fucking don't watch. I, I, that's just all I can say. Don't spend the money. And when you don't spend the money and all you do is watch on a free stream on the Internet, then by God, don't bitch. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't even do that and you listen to Sunday Night Showdown and you hear them tell you what's happening... Don't bitch. You didn't pay for it. You're not out any money. No, I, I would agree. We actually do have a caller on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? Hello? This is Rick from the Carnage Crew. What's up, Rick? Uh, what's going on? What's going on? We got about 700 emails after our show last night after the pay-per-view asking us why we were so negative. So I figured this would be a great topic to discuss with you guys because... Um, we were negative about a few things, uh, maybe the first two hours of the show, maybe, but I would say, I I beg you, I beg you to tell me what was so bad with WrestleMania that it required two hours of radio to cover it. Oh, we didn't, we did an hour. I was talking about the first two hours of the actual card we could have kind of done without the second two hours I thought were probably the best I've seen in a long time. Seeing Batista, you know, actually do some wrestling for once, that was great. Um, I mean, my only regret is that Ray and Punk didn't go longer. I mean, I could have seen them for another 10 minutes. I I don't know. I, it just seemed like a, almost like a wasted angle. All of you, you know, you're not joining the straight edge and all that. And, but they're not But they're not done just because WrestleMania is over doesn't mean they're done. Well, they're going to, they're gonna, I'm sure, do like a mask versus hair or something. I'm sure they will. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Not not all feuds necessarily end at WrestleMania's front door. Uh, apparently, almost none of them do this year. So, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought I shot the H- HBK shot, and uh, Undertaker was, you know, if you expected them to do what they did last year, it wasn't going to happen. You had two guys that are, you know, hurt and breaking down. One that may or may not be retiring. I'm not completely convinced. And they put on the best match on the cards. So if you're going to go out, that's the way I'd want to go out in front of seventy thousand, putting on the match on the night. You know, the two, the only two things that I can be negative about on the card are Brett Vince and the Diva thing, because the Diva thing didn't need to happen. It was a time filler. They should have used that time for Ray and Punk to finish out what they were doing. And just, the Brett Vince angle went too long. 
I just thought everything was a little bit too short, and except for that, the Bret Hart the Hart family. I, I thought putting over the Hart family was great. Uh, I think they overdid it, as they tend to do. Um, a lot of hearts, though. I don't know about Bruce Hart, but to each his own, I suppose. And it's just tough. I mean, it, if you're like older guys, like we're not older, but we're older than a lot of the people who uh, dial a telephone and claim to be a radio host. And you've seen better. But, you know, I gave this WrestleMania a six. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. I mean, there have been way worse WrestleManias. But, you know, we're at kind of a lull, a da- almost downtime in the business where there isn't a lot of new going on. So, you know, wait four or five years and you're going to have a lot of new stars because Shawn Michaels is not going to be the last top-tier guy to retire in the last, in the next year or two. You're going to see a whole no, bunch it's of probably gonna, It's probably going to happen more than you think. And the sad thing about it is it's a double-edged sword because people all day and all night last night bitched about bitched about everything they could, number one. Number two, they bitched about how long it took for the payoff. That, you know, here we go with WrestleMania and it takes so long to build these feuds. You know, they're tired of the feuds by the time WrestleMania rolls around. But then you got your people that say they don't last long enough, so they bitch about that. It's a double-edged sword that the company just can't fucking win. I I honestly think that they should have an eight week build on a WrestleMania and make it more special, but I think that the audience that they cater to in this day and age cannot handle eight weeks of build up. They want three weeks of the pay per view. Three weeks of the pay per view. And it's just so difficult to build something worth watching for everybody in three weeks. And I I, I think that they maybe had a rough time with the Bret Hart thing in particular because he'd be there one week and then two or three weeks down the line he'd come back. So I don't understand. They butchered that. They butchered that from the beginning. That was that was butchered from the beginning. They tried to save it with the gimmick leg break and that was just of course I said it from the start that that was going to be a failure and I was right when everybody said oh no Bret Hart coming back is going to be awesome. Yeah how awesome was it motherfuckers? I think a lot of folks thought that Tonight was the best. Tonight was the best payoff of the whole Bret Hart thing. I agree. Tonight was the tonight was the number one thing that I looked forward to when I heard Bret Hart was coming back, other than him and Shawn Michaels. So is he going to stick around now or what? I was almost kind of like I think he's done. I, I think he's done. I think his little career or his little contract was through WrestleMania. Actually, guys, he's staying longer. He's going to he be is? managing the Hart Dynasty. They set that up tonight. Yeah, I saw. They don't need him. They just needed the rub. Well, they do need the rub. If they if they have him on for a couple of months managing them, they're going to get the rub, and obviously they're going to be the team that's going to beat Miz and Big Show. Think about it. I hope. I don't. I just. I don't, I'm just saying they don't necessarily need Brett every night. They just needed his rub tonight to push him in the right direction. I don't, it's not going to last more than, I think, two or three weeks because I, I just don't see them having the attention span for that, and they're going to break them up, the big show and Miz, because they're already hinting at it. And hopefully the U.S. title will get defended or flushed down the toilet or whatever. But, you know, they, the tag straps are almost a joke at this point in time. Um, but it'd be cool to see the hearts get it, maybe have Brett stay around as a manager. But, you know, don't get in the ring anymore, you know. It's just it was just sad because I think that a lot of people thought that they were gonna see Bret Hart, the one that was wrestling, you know, back in the day, and not the Bret Hart who had a stroke at his fifty seven well, years I, old. I don't know. I don't 
I don't know if I believe that either. I mean, you had to know the, the shape the guy was in from the news that was being reported about his life the entire time that he was out of the ring. I mean, when we when we said that he was coming back and that he's trying to deal, we also said, but by the same token, here's a guy that can't get in the ring and can't do a normal match. The only way this will work with McMahon is a street fight, which is what you got. Well, so you can't be... You, you, could, you couldn't be one of those people sitting back going, the original Bret Hart's going to show up. There's just no way. Yeah. Well, he wasn't going to take a bump. and I, I knew that from the... I don't, I don't know if like other people knew it, but I knew he wasn't going to take a bump no matter what. Uh, you know, and I think that the thing with the Hart family is maybe they could have stooged it off as he was... They were going to be down with Vince, and then they screwed him in the end instead of just kind of giving that away at the beginning. But I don't know. I was agree pain. with. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it, you know was, it was so predictable... Uh, as soon as Vince called out the whole Hart family, I mean, you, you saw it coming from a mile away. I, for them to even think that we could not even pick put that together to me was ridiculous. I, I just the mentality of creative in that angle astounds me. Well, it's it was it was nice to see the Hearts get over, but well, and uh, what's going to be even worse is the repercussion of when Vince comes back. Who's he going to take it out on? The Hart dynasty. Well, that'd be good for them, but I'm sure they're going to wheel his ass around in a wheelchair for a while. Like it's probably, that time of year probably. again for him, right? Get him one of the motorized ones. But you know, Vince will oh, come oh, back oh. in a wheelchair, and everybody will bitch that they stole it from TNA and Ric Flair. Well, yeah, you know, overall, I'll say this: there are people who are going to go on and bitch for hours and hours about how bad it was. You know, that's part of the reason why we don't, on our show, break down any of the weeklies or the pay-per-views usually. We usually do 30 minutes of miscellaneous news and do our interviews because if we were to spend hours on hand, we'd probably bitch like everybody else. But, you know, they, they do some good stuff. I mean, I didn't get to see all of TNA, but I heard that Jarrett and um, AJ had a pretty good match. I didn't get to see the whole thing, but they're on for a good 15 minutes or so. so the main event. Yeah, they did a good job. They did a good job. That was a great match, and the Pope cut a great promo tonight, had a great segment with the Pope and Chelsea, who is way hotter than I ever thought she was. I, I found yeah. out tonight how hot she really is. It's, ni it's nice to but, see uh, Nigel getting on TV, too. Uh, Desmond Wolf. Um, yeah. But. It seemed like every time I flipped from Shawn Michaels' speech over to TNA, the Wolfpack was laying down on the backs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, said, I said to Casey, because Casey and I you know, talked during Raw, and it's like, okay, so... T I think that maybe TNA didn't think that Shawn Michaels was going to have this big farewell because why? Why I know that you put Rob Van Dam and Jeff Hardy and what Eric Young was in that one, Eric Young, but I mean, I think I just lost everybody on the fucking uh, stream. What the fuck just happened? Unbelievable live radio, folks. You got to love it. Hang on a second, and I'll get everybody back on the show. Uh, of course, you know, the guys were talking about all the negativity that's going on in professional wrestling, especially after WrestleMania last night. I personally didn't have a problem with the way things went. I don't understand why everybody is so negative on the product. Sure, there were some matches that sucked, but overall, it wasn't that bad. Uh, welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? Uh, this is me again. I just dropped off and called back in. So. Yeah, I'm getting overrun on Skype, too. I got everybody and their mother fucking hitting me up to, to come on the show, so... Well, you know what? Let's let's just let's just open the phones. Fuck it. Let's just open the phones and let them all get it off their chest. All right. If you want to do that, I'm game for that. 
We'll I mean, you it. know what I mean? Every other, everybody else puts their phone calls off at the end of the show. Let's just open them up right now and say, bring it on. Get it on with your badass. Come on. All right. So you, you heard Trey. Fucking call. We'll take the calls. We'll do everything. We've got some new things going on tonight, too. If you notice, under the Ustream player, there actually is uh, a widget that you can uh, basically call the show with. So there you go. I do believe we have I a new... I didn't like that word. You like widget? I do believe we have an, another caller on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? It's the one and only Spug guy. Oh, shit. Hell must have frozen over. What the fuck are you doing here? What's oh, up, Spuggy? Trying to kill some time before I have to go to bed to get up for work in the morning. That makes sense. Ouch. Meh. I'm not negative on Mania as a whole. I liked it. I'm a big Mania fan. Trey, you know this. JJ, you know this. It's the one pay-per-view a year I really look forward to, and I'm actually going to be in attendance next year at Mania. It's a lifelong goal I get to fulfill. Very right. cool. Um, my only my only issue with Mania this year was the Bret Hart match. Um, the Divas match was a time filler. We all know that. Yes, it would have been nice to see Punk and um and Ray go longer, but with you know the Divas, it was just kind of a way to calm the crowd down to get a man back up again for the title matches and the HBK Taker that was on the way. The thing with Brett and Vince, though, is it turned into such a squash so quickly that by two minutes into the match, I was bored. You know, I, I remember saying back in January after the Monday night show um, where TNA and Raw went live head-to-head -head when Brett first showed up that this is all going to lead to an inevitable payoff at Mania – and there's going to be some sort of street fight because of Brett's condition. Would it have been so hard to allow Vince a small amount of offense? I'm not saying. Well, we don't know. I mean, we none of us are none of us are doctors, and none of us are, are there with with Brett Hart's medical chart. I mean, I don't know what would hurt the guy. I don't know where you know he hurts the most and where he's you know his strongest. I'm not there. I don't have his chart in my hand, and I don't know. What I will say about this match, and I didn't think about it until today, so what this match did was kill any credibility of Vince McMahon being in the ring with anybody else ever again. If you can't beat a man like Bret Hart who's had a stroke and rolled down a hill off of a bicycle and been through the events that he's been through with his health in the last two years, then who are you going to beat, Vince? Your wrestling career of being the big bad guy that comes in and whips somebody's ass for a little while is over. Well, it's funny you bring that up because actually Vince was saying this was probably going to be his last match ever. So uh, there you go. That might have answered that question for you, Trey. Yeah. Well, you know, we saw it in the buildup. What little screwed up buildup there was coming through Raw up until Mania last night where there were run-ins by other people. There were punches thrown, kicks thrown. Bret Hart did take a small beating. I don't think it he he it would have been hard for him to take that small amount of offense from from Vince. And the other thing I had the problem with was was the the quick the quick turn by the Hart family. Look, I get that that was the ace in the hole. That was the big surprise for everybody was that the Hart family was actually going to support Bret, but. Couldn't it have waited until the first time Brett got thrown out onto the outside of the ring 
where they all ganged up on him to beat him up and then turned and just beat down Vince? Did you have well, to do it right at the beginning? Well, always twenty twenty. I mean, we can all sit back now and say we can book WrestleMania. But I think the better thing, and I agree with you to an extent, the best thing they could have done was had both men in the ring, had Vince cut his promo, start the match. Everybody thinks the hearts have been paid off by Vince. You know, they lock up. Vince kicks Brett in the gut like he did two or three times before. You know, gives him an elbow, knocks Brett down to one knee, maybe knocks him down flat on the ground. Vince rolls out of the ring to do a victory lap, high five in the heart, and when he gets about halfway across, they just pounce on him. And then roll his ass back in the ring, all beat up, giving Brett long enough to cut his promo saying, no, Brett screwed Vince, and the heart screwed Vince. Drop the microphone, kick his ass, put him in the figure four, make him tap out, match over. I no, I, I I agree. I I don't like the fact that they they did that flip so quickly, and I mean that was really my only problem with Mania. There were so many great things that 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 I got to see at Mania last night that have been missing from the WWE. And the one big thing, and y'all hear me harp on it all the time, psychology. There was ring psychology that happened last night. Yeah, in a lot of matches. Watch the truth. When was the last time you saw Sheamus actually work a body part? Granted, none of his finishers have anything to do with the body parts he was working, but he worked body when parts. When was the last time? When was the last time you saw Triple H play possum? You know, to get the win. Exactly. I mean, there was a lot, and I will say this: I have not been a fan of John Cena in the past four years with the whole Marine gimmick, and 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 you know. The sec- him being the second coming of Hulk Hogan in, in the in WWE. Amen. But over the past three months, if you listen to his promos, I have gained a new amount of respect for John Cena because if you listen to his promos, you can see that he's starting to get it. You can see that there are times in those promos where he has broken off script and said what he's wanted to say. And I give him kudos for having the courage to do that and last night's match with Batista he carried that match he carried Batista to an excellent title match at Wrestlemania I wouldn't say carried him I think that Batista's come leaps and bounds in the last year in his wrestling ability he did Batista has done his his is doing fantastically well but he's still not there yet and I think a majority of that match was Put on John Cena's shoulders. Well, if I can, if Cena, Cena called the match, we know that because we made a joke about it later. But Cena called that match in the ring last night. Well, you know, guys, if I could interject for just a second, uh, I got to disagree. I don't think Cena carried the whole match. You look at the uh, the spot where Cena got hit with the DDT, and I think legit Cena might have got a little concussed last night. Uh, from that point on, Batista took over and really helped yeah. Cena carry that match the rest of the way. So I, you, you really you, can't you know say that, that. That spot in the match where there was the reversal of the reversal of the reversal. Yes. There towards the end, that was all Batista. Absolutely, it was. I mean, that was all Batista putting himself and his body in the right place. And I think Internet Dave said that last night on on Sunday Night Showdown that that Batista really worked to the best of John Cena's ability by putting himself in the right spot at the right time. And they should have that chemistry. I mean, they've been wrestling each other for a long time, you know. 
So, again, my, 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 and I'm sure JJ's getting bombarded with phone calls, Spugs, so we're going to have to let you go soon, but my right. point still is this. Where is all the fucking butt hurt that we had last night? Because now we've had two consecutive callers that sounds like they may have been a little butt hurt last night that have changed their mind a little bit tonight. I want to know I, where you people are out there that were so butt hurt, and I want to know why. I wasn't butt hurt last what? night. I really wasn't. I was being critical of a pay-per-view I enjoy very much. I, I wasn't being butt hurt. I've, I've said the same things tonight that I pretty much said last night. So, you know, please do not lump me in that category of being negative all the time on the WWE product. I'm probably okay. one of the only people in the internet wrestling community that that is positive on the WWE product and can see the good things that they're trying to do at the current moment because they actually have competition now. And I want to say one right. last thing before I jump off of here. I'm glad to see that Triple H and a bunch of the others in the back did not ruin the moment tonight with Shawn Michaels. I mean, a few years ago, it was great with Ric Flair because of all the Ric Flair has done for wrestling as a whole. But I was glad to see that tonight, Shawn's moment was Shawn's moment, and Triple H was only out there briefly, and then he went away. Well, had Triple H not gone out there, I would have been upset. I would have too. I would have too. But uh, I'm, I'm just I'm glad to see that that Shawn Michaels got his moment to say what he had to say. And the only thing, the only thing was that the only thing that retirement speech missed, and I thought he was going to say it when he said, "I'm going to say his name because it's my retirement speech." I, I would like to have seen Shawn thank Kevin Nash. I agree because because of, in his personal life. You know, when Sean talks about, you know, I wasn't an easy person to like, and he was really, really fucked up bad on drugs, you know, and he called Kevin, and Kevin said, have you talked to Hunter? And he said, no, not in months. It was Nash that made him call Hunter, which eventually made him sober up. Well, and, and let's not forget, I mean, Kevin Nash is the guy that that actually introduced him to his his wife now, Rebecca. Yeah, I mean it's just I would like to have seen Kevin's name dropped, just because he it deserved to be. And I know I'm a Kevin Nash mark. If you don't like it, go listen to something else. <laughs> right. Well, hey, thanks you guys for the time. You guys have a good show. I'll be listening for a while. All right, Spug, take Later, it easy. Spug. Later. No babies tonight. Nope, no babies. Not for a while yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the phone lines are open again. Call, bitch. Say what you want to say. It's open forum night right here on Wrestling News Live. Trey Dog's got some venom in him. A lot of piss and vinegar. I'm liking it. It's been it. building up all day, and you're the one that started this shit. Oh, <laughs> I started this shit. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But no, you know, to go to Raw tonight... You know, I hate the fact that they let Sheamus interrupt that promo with Triple H. Well, that's a mixed bag. I, I agree, but I, it just seemed to me it was obvious that's what they were going for. Uh, just the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, the, I would like for him to have gotten that shit off his chest, turned around. You know, especially when he made the click symbol with his hand. He goes, "It used to be all about this. It still is." But you know, I mean. They, 
he Triple H was really out of Triple H's character, and that's that's what I love about it was the fact that he was himself, and you know that he was. I don't know if I 100% agree with Spug. I would have liked to have seen a few people come out for Sean tonight during his little retirement. Not everybody, because not everybody likes Sean. And, you know, and he made that point. I would like to. I would like. I would like to see Hunter come out. I would like to see Jericho come out. Jericho openly says he patterned his career off of that of Shawn Michaels. You know, just not me, not come to the ring and give a spiel, but kind of come out and clap and stand there and say, hey, you know, acknowledged. I thought the Undertaker thing was really, really cool. Yeah. I would like for the Undertaker thing to kind of been later in the in the retirement speech to kind of interrupt him to catch him off guard. No, I would agree with that. We actually do have another caller on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? Hey, guys. It's Clemson. What's going on? Not much. You've been, you've been a busy motherfucker in the chat tonight. You, you've been a pissed off. You were in the same boat as Trey and everybody else who's angry no, no, about... No, no, Hit this. You got to hit this. I understand what you're saying. I hit this. But, you know, I get a, Like, me, David Stevens, and Crelly were talking last night about the whole negativity thing. We were pissed off beyond no belief last night. Okay. And... I was pissed off today hearing all the negativity. I'm like, I don't want to hear another negative thing about Mania or I'm going to flip out like a black man about to shoot up a whole precinct. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Don't it, say it, that, man. They'll, they'll find you. Cops yeah, will be called again to Wrestling News Live. I 71st precinct in Brooklyn, so yeah. <laughs> That's what they call probable cause. Exactly. Nah, but, you know, I mean, I saw nothing wrong with WrestleMania last night. You know, Everything was hilarious. Like, everything to me, I enjoyed it. Why? Because I decided to suspend my belief and not be the be the wrestling radio host that I am and overanalyze everything. I can't overanalyze WrestleMania. That's like, you know, me watching a cartoon and looking for the sexual comments. Yeah. You know? It's like, okay, you know, the Divas match. It's a Divas match. What do you expect? You got the swine food frog splash. I'm happy for that. You know? I'm still on that. It's pretty funny. Now, and then, you know, the Brett Vince thing was pretty hilarious for its own self because it's like, you know, you expect it to be a beatdown. You expect the hearts to, you know, turn on Vince. But, you know, like, it, you just got to sit back and say, hey, it's, it's hilarious. It's funny. You know, it, it, it was going to happen. Well, okay, that's, that's a good point. But with the whole Bret Hart, Vince McMahon thing, I mean, it just, it drug on way too long. Yeah, it did. Yeah, if you really think about it, yeah, it kind of went on a little bit too long. I think the match was about 13 minutes long, which it didn't have to be. It should have been like five minutes. Or even, okay, I'd give it eight. I'm sorry, just eight, just for build-up, build-up of the match. But, you know, I understand that. And also, the thing about it is, I said last night, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, John Cena, and Batista stole the show single-handedly. Like, I'm sorry, I don't, I, I never thought I'd ever see Batista steal a show, but Batista stole the show. Well, we've seen it before. Batista and The Undertaker stole it a couple years back. Yeah, Batista Undertaker, yeah. Well, yeah, that match was pretty nice. I actually, I actually was on the edge of my seat for that one. But, I mean, you know, like, we don't, we don't normally get a Cena steal, show stealer. You know, we don't normally get, like, you know, we don't normally get, like, a double whammy to end a night. And that is how, and, and that's why I really enjoy Mania. I mean... Even on to tonight, the whole thing with Jack Swagger coming in trying to cash in the money in the bank, which, by the way, which is the funniest thing ever, with Jack Swagger couldn't even unhook the thing. 
I know it, it reminded me, and I said this on Sunday Night Showdown last night. It reminded me of the butthole of doom match that they had in I was TNA. Say, that's what it reminded <laughs> me of. With, with Homicide not being able to crawl through the hole, and he was up there for like ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. At least he finally got down, you know, a couple weeks before. Hernandez, you know, got sent to do suicide, you know. That's right. Yes, I'm still on that. Well, yeah, how was Impact? I didn't actually see it. I tried to turn, but it was too compelling. Yeah, our, our Impact review is going to be pretty uh, pretty lackluster tonight, I think. Oh, by the way, Mark Henry in, 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 in the Speedo, you know, segment of the night, just saying. You know, the only thing missing from that segment was uh, his old theme music, Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would work so well for for the night. That's what I was expecting when they say his name and they turn to the camera and he was standing there. I want to hear it's sexual, baby. <laughs> Ooh, it's sexual. Ooh. I wanted to hear that. Oh man, that was like the craziest. I'm like, you know, everybody started hating on the segment, and then when Mark Henry came out, I was like, well, my eyes, my eyes. I wasn't hating on the segment because you got to see Tiffany in a bikini. This is true. Tiffany and Rosa. That's that's you very know, I don't know who that other chick was. Rosa and the Bellas. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> nah, but All right, well, TJ, I, well, we're gonna we're gonna move on, man, unless you got anything to add. Uh just one more thing to add. I'm just saying the Heartbreak Kid segment, HBK, the most touching segment of the night. I wanted to cry but the tears could not come out. Like it was legitimately touching to me. Even more so than Ric Flair. I mean, I may not, I may not have that emotion when Cena retires. Uh, yeah, you know? I'm thinking no. What? I am a Cena mark. What do you expect? <laughs> you know, I would. <laughs> wow. But you know, it really touched me tonight. I really, I want to like literally watch that all night. Well, the thing about Sean's speech is that it was like he was talking to each and every one of us. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was acknowledging the crowd. He was saying things that you wanted him to say. You know, I won't lie. I was emotional. If you think that makes me gay, come with my ass and find out. I was I was emotional, but I've, I've watched this guy forever. He's been my top guy, even when, you know, I was little. I loved Shawn Michaels. The only thing in my life that I did not get to see that I wanted to see was Shawn take on Sting. Oh, man, that would have been so nice. Like, I won't lie, you know, that would have been beautiful. That's one match that I'll never get to see that involves two of my top three guys, the other guy being Triple H. No secret, I'm a Triple H mark. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I always have been, but I've always owned up to it. You know? Um, the next time that I'm going to get emotional at somebody's retirement will probably be Sting when he finally rides off, and then Triple H. And you know what? With them doing the whole W, possibly doing the whole WCW thing next year, I wouldn't be surprised for you to actually get emotional at the Hall of Fame if Sting gets inducted. Yeah, if he's not with TNA at that point, he should be inducted. And, and I, I think that he's going to be done with TNA by then, to be honest. I don't think he's got much I left. Think so. I think so, too. I hope so. I think, I think this year and next year we're going to see a lot of guys kind of leave the business. A lot of the older, uh, you know... 1980s, 1990s workers just kind of fade off into the the sunset. Well, like I said last night, and I'll bring it back up again tonight. Since the Vince McMahon era of Raw, or the WWE rather, since the Vince McMahon era 
other than Stone Cold and The Rock, who I don't count because they still come back and make appearances. True. Name me one superstar that has been around since day one that has retired and legitimately retired, not retired and come back like Hogan and Flair. They're both on TNA every week. They don't count. <laughs> yeah. This, with Sean, if he does what he says, and I think he's going to do it, I think he's going to stay gone and stay out of the ring. If he does, if he does, he will be the first guy to really retire from our generation. Like, my question is, my question is, is, are you talking about retiring as doing, like, a grand retirement and then not coming back, or just retiring in general and then coming back? Because if you really think about it, I say... You know, even from from your generation, let's go into my generation because I am a kind of a youngin. And you know, you look at cats like Dean Malenko who officially retired, and he was great. I mean, not that great, but he was great. I mean, he retired and didn't come back. He's an agent, though. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Actually, Sean has retired and come back, though. Trey, he did retire in '98 well, yeah. due to his back injury, and then came back five yeah. years later in 2002. This is yeah. But he ain't doing that this time. No, I think he's done this time. If he does come back, it won't be for a match. It'll be for some type of on-air role, maybe an agent with the company. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't think that he's getting back in the ring. I think he's had his last match, and he doesn't need to prove anything to anybody else anymore. He's done everything there is in this business that means anything. He's not going to run to TNA. That's just no, not going to happen. After what, what he said tonight, if he does. I'll sweet chin music his ass. Nah, that won't happen. He never left Vince. And he could have made a shitload of money in WCW if he had. So, oh, yeah. you know, he, no, not going to happen. Yeah, and even Spuck says in the chat room, and he's right. You know, Sean did take a shot at Ric Flair tonight. He took a big shot at Ric Flair tonight. And if nobody, anybody yeah. missed it. No, it was well-deserved and well-said. Like, I'm sorry. I know, like, Sean can say whatever the hell he wants to. He can be like, oh, I understand that, Sean. I understand that Flair, you know, Rick has to get money. But he was genuinely pissed off. I'm sorry. We send you off like that, yeah. and if you go to another company, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and he has every reason to be upset. Absolutely, he does. All right, All right CJ, so thanks for the call, man. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get off. Peace. All right, CJ, talk to you later, buddy. All right, later. Yeah, he does make some good points, though. I mean, yeah. And and you're right. There's, you know, this is really the first one that we've had from this generation to retire. Now, you know, obviously Shawn Michael is uh, he's not going to pull the the Terry Funk card and come back in six months, you know, and and wrestle for two or three more years. I, I don't see that as an option. I would I would like to point out for everybody's attention that that's three phone calls by three hosts of three different radio shows. That's what you called out for, wasn't it? I'm calling I'm just, anybody. I'm just saying. Everybody listens to wrestling news live. Well, that's a very good point. You may, not admit it, you may not admit it, but you listen. This is true. And we actually do have another caller on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? It's none other than Chris Crelly. What's on your mind, Crelly? What's up, Crelly? Um, well, you talked about how people are negative. I think it's the way that people actually brought into wrestling. Like I, I, I said last night to um to CJ, most people, the wrestling like the new fans, they go onto they go onto the net, 
type in wrestling, um, sort of like wrestling news site, whatever. They go to that, go, go to the forums, and on the forums, there's always negative stuff. And they're, so they're already brought into a world where they think it's okay to be negative. And, and, and then they sort of think that being ne- negative <coughs> sorry, is the best thing to be. And, they're, and, they're, and their opinion is already t- tainted, which is a bad thing to do. I'm pretty sure there's more people that watch the thing nowadays just to bitch than they, that actually enjoy it. That's a good point. And it's just like frustrating. Like I had like last night about five shows going, shit WrestleMania, shit WrestleMania. And like half of them didn't even pay for it. I paid for it and I think I got my money well deserved back just by the Shawn Michaels on ticket match. And like, I just, I just, I just, people being negative, just enjoy the product, try and look for the positives instead, instead of the negatives. That's oh. all I've been trying to say, Curly. That's all I've been trying to say. Look for the positives, quit focusing on the negatives. And like, but like, most people, if they re-watch WrestleMania like, like I did, they will see what was so good about it. Like, people, like new fans, just demand instant success. This, this show was the, the overall, um, it, it kind of like um, wound up the year of wrestling. Now, we, now we're getting a new start with wrestling. And I think the fans will enjoy this new start because it's a brand new playing field. Uh, and I just want the wrestling well, fans just to chill out and enjoy it. Well, and I appreciate that, Crowley. Thank you. That's, that's kind of the point I've been making. Um, what I don't understand is if, you know, there's these, since I've been hanging out with my dad the last couple of weeks, and he's the, the biggest fan of the fucking DVR I've ever seen in my life. Like, his DVR stays almost full, and it deletes enough the day before to record what he has to record the day after. You know, he's got all these shows that he records and watches later on. But half of them I can't stand. And I tried to give him a chance. I tried to watch a couple of these shows, but you know what? After the first couple of days, I found out that they sucked. I didn't like them. So I didn't make myself watch anymore. Yeah. So like, if everything is, he... is so fucking bad, quit watching. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I agree. If, if you don't like the product, go, like, for example, if you hate the, the, the WWE product, go watch TNA. Don't go on the internet. Don't grab a and Don't start bitching about the product. Just because you watched two shows and think that, think that you're a damn host of a show and think that your opinion is, is the best thing since life bread. Just give it everybody a hates, Everybody hates TNA. Everybody hates John Cena. Everybody hated WrestleMania. And wrestling sucks. That's the gist of about every wrestling radio show I listen to. It's stupendous. That's why this network is special. When, we are negative when need be, but we also look for all the positives. And I, I, I don't see any other network that, that does that. Well, and I admit that I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but at least when I'm negative on something, I try to give you an idea of what they can do to fix it. Yeah, and like, yeah. And like, and like we praise them when, when, when they deserve praise. We are negative when they are, when they are bad. But like I said, we pray, but we try and do it positively. Other people just go, nope, shit, move on. Well, if you want to be... JJ's got to watch me because sometimes I get so good that my ego gets bigger than the website and he might have to fire me. You know, I'd hate to have the future endeavor you. I mean, how many times can you get fired in a year, Trey? Come on. (laughs) I'm I'm shooting for a record now. (laughs) You know, I'm starting to wonder. You know, you want negativity. I'll show you negativity when we start talking about TNA later because i got to be real honest. I was upset with WrestleMania that Jumbo Saruta wasn't on the show. 
and we didn't get to see a, a flipping channel kick. Yes, that's it. WrestleMania was shit because we did not see a channel kick. That's, that's it. I refuse to watch any wrestling from now on until I see a damn channel kick. Well, I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. Sheamus hit a pretty good uh, resemblance of a Chono kick on Triple H, but uh, that's about yeah. as good as it gets. But you know, son, the, All right, Crowley. We got to run, man. All right, Crowley. Yeah, guys, cool. We'll holler at you later. Peace. Oh, you're killing me, Trey. You are fucking killing me with this don't, shit. Don't fire me yet, boss. All right, I won't fire you today. You get a pass. Make sure my tonight. ego doesn't get bigger than the website, or my shit doesn't get bigger than the stool I'm being flushed in. There you go. Just a couple of turds floating around the toilet bowl of life, I guess. You know what happens when you're a couple of turds that have been, you know, shit from a website. That usually tells me the website's the asshole, and I've been telling you for a long time that everybody over there was an asshole, so I guess we all know what I was telling was the truth. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. But hey, so the phone lines are open if you guys want to call in. Uh, again, it's uh, you can add Sunday Night Showdown to your Skype line. You can call 501-588-7957, or if you look right here next to the chat room, there is a little widget. You just put in your name, your phone number, widget. and it automatically connects right here to the Skype account for Wrestling News Live. We want to thank Rick with Carnage Crew for setting up some new technology here for us. And coming soon, we're going to be uh, broadcasting on mobile phones. So there you go. All kinds Even of cool cooler. shit. Yeah, we got all kinds of neat shit in the works right here on this uh, this particular network for all the shows. And I, I'm excited, Trey, for one. I mean, you know, just we're kicking ass. I'm, I'm excited for once. And we actually do have a caller on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? Hey, y'all. It's another radio show host, Trey. They're coming out of the woodwork. Excuse me. Just be the champ there, boy. How are you? Boy. Well, first of all, don't address me as a boy or I'll slap the taste out of your mouth. Second, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. And uh, all I'm going to say about one thing is you got no chance in hell of taking that belt from me come WrestleMania. That's all I got to say about that. All I got to tell you, Jack, is that you're cornered in a, between a rock and a hard place. My partner goes by rock, and I go by hard place. And you're going to get in the ring with the two of us. Hey, I got two words for you. Soup and bone. I got a pair of them waiting for you. Now let's talk business. I am the right. last person on the face of the planet that is going to sit here and trash something that, well, unfortunately, one, I didn't see. I only saw bits and pieces off the stream last night. Now, I did see 90% of Raw tonight, and I'm going to be honest with you. I was, in, I was entertained. I was entertained thoroughly. I am yeah. not. You guys know I'm not a Bret Hart fan. I thought the whole setup with the Hart Dynasty and Show Miz was beautiful. I thought the I thought Cena's partner choice was freaking amazing. Oh I yeah, mean, that was you couldn't. I, I I'm sitting here racking my brain trying to think of a partner who who he's going to pick, and the last person on the face of the planet that I'm expecting him to pick comes out. I mean that was absolutely freaking epic. You couldn't make yeah. you couldn't set that up any better. I wanted to see them do a Triple H Sheamus match after what Sheamus did to Triple H that uh, during his tribute to Sean, but obviously they're going to build that up to to the pay per view and get something nasty in the pay per view. And Sean's speech, you know, Sean's speech. I don't think WWE is ever going to pull a Ric Flair exit ever again after what Flair did to him. 
Sean's speech was right on the button. Nobody else was there. The only person that had a right to be there was there, and that was Triple H towards the very end of the speech. It was an, as hell of, an, hell of an entertaining Raw as I've seen in a long time, and I, I wish I had the chance to see more of them. I've only got the chance to see it tonight because I'm just coming off the injured reserve list. I barely caught any part of Impact. I did see some pieces of the Jared AJ match, but after seeing the beginning of that, I know what you said to me in the chat room before. After beginning to see the bits and pieces of that thing, of that so-called segment, I was done from Impact. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm obviously I'm not going to say I'm done. Period. But holy mother of God, that was insane. But. I hear what you're saying about uh, trashing stuff for just wanting to trash. I'm the. Well, I apologize I'm the, to you. I miss. I miss. I misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you were dogging on WrestleMania, and I was like, "Wait, what? what wait a minute!" Now, I didn't. I didn't realize I, you were dogging on something else. I didn't catch WrestleMania. Now I'm not going to sit. Even when I catch the DVD, I'm not going to sit here and trash it because. A, I, I've said from day one, I can't trash anything that that goes down inside those ropes because I can't do 95% of the crap that they do. Hell, I can't do 100% of the crap that they do. So I got no right to trash it. I mean, I'm going to trash the I'm going to trash the jackasses in the back who write the scripts and who write the uh, Bobby De Niro scripts for uh, dunderheads like Batista. But that's another story yeah. for another day. But um, bottom line here is this. I am very interested to see where WWE is going to go from here. And that's a complete 180, not a backtrack. It's a complete 180 from where I was a couple of weeks ago when I was all uh, hot and bothered with TNA and wanting to see where TNA is going. It doesn't mean I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. It just means that I'm doing what I have to do and that's giving an opinion. And I'm not. And the last thing I'm going to do speaking for myself and speaking for my little niche of this network, the last thing I'm going to do is rip and tear just to hear myself talk because, God damn it, nobody else wants to hear me talk. The last thing I'm going to do is start trying to start sound like somebody else screaming and yelling and hollering over stuff that, hey, I find that entertaining. Bottom line, it's entertaining stuff. Well, you know, That's exactly what I was getting at. Exactly. So I was entertained tonight. I was entertained tonight by WWE, and that's all that's got. To, that's all that's got. To, that's that's it. End of story. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the one place you're not going to be entertained, and that's at WrestleMania when I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I got two. I got three words for you. Bring it, bitch! Oh wow! Did I say that? Yes, I did. Wow, I'm sorry about that. Now do I have your attention, there, boy? The champ has you got spoken. My attention. You got my attention. I told you the one thing you didn't want was to get my attention because my partner and I wanted to be the first ever tag team champs of the E-Fed. And what did you do? You went and put your big Italian fucking nose in my business, and now you've got my attention. You've got my undivided attention, and that's dangerous for anybody. Ask around. Hey, hey, all I've got to say is you want some I am waiting right here. Oh, I don't here. want some. I don't want some. I want the whole big fat motherfucking piece. <laughs> Bring it. I love it. I love this because you know what? Win, lose, a draw, you're going to remember the fight. It's going to be the fight of your freaking life. That I promise you. 
And I you ever will. heard the saying? You ever heard the saying? Don't back an angry dog into a corner. Well, you got me into a corner, and I'm going to fucking attack you at WrestleMania. Ever heard the saying, don't back an angry motherfucking Italian into a corner? Because when they come out, they come out with guns. And I will come out with a couple of guns blaring. I'll take both of you boys out one step at a time, and I will walk out of that ring still with the belt, still the world champion, and louder and more obnoxious than ever. And if you've got something to say about that, i got two words for you. Woof, woof, baby. Yeah, well, Martin Luther King had a dream. Look where it got him. Good point. <laughs> and, of course, uh, for those of you who might be lost in what the hell's going on here, uh, the EFED does gotta, have a, a paper. i got to go, boys. All right, we'll talk to you later, Mike. Thanks for the call. Later, for those of you who might be in the dark here, we do have an EFED pay-per-view coming up this weekend. It's our uh, SCW WrestleMania. Of course, the main event will have uh, Mike Siciliano, Psycho Siciliano as we call him, defending his title against both Trey and JSK in a uh, no-holds-barred, no-disqualification match. So there you go. Just a little preview of what is in store right here on the, the, the SNS radio network for this Sunday. I told him, I told him when you asked me, Personally, as the commissioner of the EFED, you came to me and you said, here's what's going on. What do you want to do? And I said, I want to go with my partner into the tag team division first and we'll establish the tag team division and I want to make a run of the tag team titles. And you said, really? I said, yeah. And you said, that's a good idea. We'll put you guys in there. And then I told Siciliano and the entire board of education, I told them, don't get involved in my business. Stay out of my business. Don't get my attention, and the better off you'll be. And what does he do? He waddles his fat ass down to the ring at the last show in the tournament and costs me and my partner the tag team titles. And now we're out of the tournament with no shot to win. So now I'm putting myself into his business directly, and my partner has him in a two-on-one match, basically, for the, for the World Heavyweight Championship. And I'm looking forward to how this is all going to play out. But we actually do have another caller on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. It's open mic night. Who the hell is this? Well, i got to say it is open mic night. So I guess with a lot of wrestling host shows that called in, I guess a former wrestling host show can call in. It's Walkie, how are you guys doing? Uh, we're good, well, Walkie. That makes, that makes six consecutive calls by Internet radio show hosts. Wow. We've got a record tonight here. This is awesome. I'm telling you. And I got to say is, why in the heck? I've been listening to Wrestling News Live for four or five years now. It seems funny to me, whenever the trade dog, the old the old trade dog goes nuts, it seems to attract everybody. I, I find that really <laughs> funny. <laughs> well, sometimes the dog has to be let off his leash. And I haven't been off my leash in a while. I thought tonight would be a good night to do that. It might as well. And it's funny to me that after hearing the beginning of the show that what you guys were talking about involving the other wrestling radio hosts, it really makes me funny after five and a half years of listening to all these shows. And these days, the only people I listen to now is uh, you guys and uh, my good friends over at In Your Head. And it amazes me. It really does. I mean, when I used to do Walker's View, I used to shit on the product a lot. But I smartened up, and I left that. I left that. I left that place. I left that type of thing. And I've been out for two years. You know what? I, I'm, I'm more better, better with the product than I ever was. And I thought WrestleMania was spectacular last night. It really yeah, was. I, I, I was thoroughly entertained. I walked away like a little kid again. 
Yeah, well, you're not alone. The you're problem alone. is you guys are in the minority. I mean, I'm with you. I enjoyed the show. Hell, I covered it live. And, you know, yeah. I paid for the motherfucker. I paid 50 bucks for the damn pay-per-view last yeah, night. I did, too. I felt like I got my money's worth, so I don't understand what all the bitching's about. Well, I, I think one and thing... I'll say, and I'll say this, I'll say this for, you know, you, you mentioned in your head. I haven't listened to those guys in a couple of weeks, but I'm sure that they didn't... They, they probably haven't come on the air yet and bitched about it, and I'm sure they wouldn't. Well... They had a uh, post show like everyone else did last night, and they didn't. They didn't oh, did do they? the bitch rest and all. Yeah, yeah. I called into them and all that, but you know, it. I, I, am I, I'm, I'm a guy that's been watching biz wrestling for ever since I was a kid. That's going back to late '80s. That's when wrestling was totally different when it, what to what it is today. And for and I can understand really the psychology and what they're trying to do and all that type of stuff. And in, in really, in my opinion, I'm not shitting on TNA, but I'm really more interested now in what WWE goes around and what, their, what TNA goes. Because my father and I last night had a conversation about WrestleMania, and I told them, I told my father, what I'm going to tell you guys now, it's like, there is nothing that TNA, and I know they were pre-taped tonight, there was nothing that TNA could do tonight that would make me want to watch what they do because of Shawn Michaels. Right, and, and I think they knew yeah. that. Yeah, and the fact is, is that it wouldn't surprise me when the ratings come out. Is that TNA? They've been they've been demolished by WWE so far. I I'll be surprised if you see TNA's rating go down and WWE's go up. Oh, the rating well, for for the show tonight for TNA is going to be in the toilet. I mean, I did flip yeah. back and forth when I had the opportunity, and one of the main things I saw, of course, was OJ Gaga descend from the ceiling. You know, oh, crossing the line with his, you know, yellow tape and, you know, making his way over to his uh, bisexual friends over on the stage. Now, that had to be the gayest thing I've ever seen in wrestling. Well, you know what? This is this is something I guess they want to do with Orlando Jordan for a long time. So I, I was kind of turned off by the whole little thing. I thought, you know, I don't know where this is going, but it's kind of freaky and I'm changing the channel. Yeah. And here's what's going to happen. People are going to talk about it, and the people that didn't see it because they were watching WWE, he's just they're going to, they're going to be talking about it, and then people that didn't see it are going to watch to see it happen next time. Now it's still going to flop, but it'll get people to tune in to see what the hell they're talking about. We're probably going to talk about it and see how bad it is. You know, <laughs> I, I I I missed OJ Gaga, thank God. But here's how the ratings will break down, and they'll break down by the you know, quarter hour or whatever, like they always do. And TNA will be about where they were, probably a little lower than they normally are. And then when it gets to that final segment where your main events go, it's going to be all WWE and very little TNA, even though Jeff Hardy, RVD, and the Wolfpack were all in the main event. Yeah. Yeah, just before I can't even I can't even tell you I can't even tell you who won the match. I missed it while I was watching Sean. I happen to... Uh the DVR impact, and I was watching that while I was, before you guys came on, and I was doing my own thing for uh, other things I do, and uh, I'll be honest with you, it seemed like the match was starting, I was I was doing my thing on the computer, and then the next thing I know it, the bell rang, and it was over. I was like, what? That was like, that was like fast. It ended up uh, yeah, I... Eric Young, Eric Young, uh, RVD, and Jeff Hardy winning in a fast match. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, 
you know that Kevin and, and Sean have talked on the phone this week, and they know what's going on in TNA. They know that Sean's retiring tonight. Tonight was his big send-off, so they can't be butthurt about their ratings. That's just the way it's going to be. They chose to be there on Monday nights. Like I said, the scale isn't going to tip into their favor for, for many, 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 many weeks and months and years to come. So yeah. if you're in it for ratings right now, you're in it for the wrong reasons. And That's why I don't listen to it. When people bring up the ratings, I just laugh and turn the channel. I don't listen to it. It's ridiculous. And let's be honest here. You know, tonight was a pre-taped impact. I guarantee you all those guys uh, that wrestle for TNA were tuned in tonight watching Raw at home, wanting to see what happened with Shawn Michaels. So they contributed to the rating tonight. Yeah. Guarantee it. Milwaukee, is there anything else you you want to talk about, buddy? No, that's really about it. I mean... I'll echo what Trey said at the end of the show. You know, I, I I love wrestling. I love the WWE. I mean, I had on my Facebook account of uh, the WrestleMania poster. That's so excited I was for WrestleMania. And to each and every person that's listening to this right now, you know, if you reevaluate why you love wrestling. If you love wrestling just to see the people beat, beat the shit out of each other for for the blood and guts and all that, that you really need to reevaluate why you came into this, why you love wrestling. For for my for myself, and I think I guess, and for guys like you guys and other people that do a good job of wrestling radio shows, we love it because of more reasons like that. To, for the story, for the people that give themselves for us. And if you guys bitch about that, then I you can't be helped. You need to do something else. And so I'll leave you guys like that. And uh, you guys take care. Bye. All right, Walkie. Thanks. You know, and Walkie makes a good point. You know, if if people just want to yeah. watch, you know, people beat the shit out of each other and see some bloody ass brawls and shit, fuck, go watch UFC. Go watch MMA because that's what that is. And you know, exactly. That's exactly. Yeah, you, know, you watch you, you watch wrestling, and I, I I've, I've I've said this for years, especially when there's a female around that goes, "Oh my God, you watch wrestling?" Yeah, I watch wrestling, bitch. It's soap opera for guys. Same reason you watch General Hospital, but instead of fucking somebody's neighbor, we're just gonna beat the shit out of them backstage. Oh, that's classic, Trey. That's I, I've got to archive that line and have a soundboard maybe made up there. Oh, wait, that, <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is. That's what it boils down to. You know, you watch wrestling because you you have your favorites, you have the guys that you like, and you pull for them and you support them like you would your favorite sports team. You want them to do well and you feel bad when they lose. That's very true, actually. That's the bottom line. Well, you know what? I think we're going to take our first commercial break of the night, Trey. All righty. We're running long tonight, so we're going to take our first commercial break. And uh, before we do, i got a little song I'm going to play for C.J. Bowman here for just a second, just because we were talking about it earlier, and I just happened to find it. Can you guys just imagine how much the scene would have been set for Mark Henry tonight in that hot tub with the two stars from Hot Tub Time Machine? What do you think, Trey? I think it would have worked. (laughs) Kelly Kelly could have showed up and could have had the Divas get a little freaky with Mark Henry in the hot tub. And maybe he'd want to go back in time to a bygone era back when he, uh, he helped produce a hand for Mae Young. You never know. Anything can happen right here. The hot tub. Is it hot? Would it burn me? Alright guys, this is Wrestling News Live. We'll be right back right after this. 
Adrian. You are listening to Wrestling News Live. I go inside this light. I see new life unfold. He's stepping diver brighter. Your fire is going cold. WWE meets reality TV. The next X Evolution, Evolution of the WWE. NXT rookies join eight WWE pros in an all-out quest to realize their dream. WWE NXT 10, 9 Central on Sci-Fi. Hello, Wrestling News Live fans. This is Rick from CartageCrew.net, your people's choice show of the year. I'm encouraging you to come listen to us this Tuesday, 8 p.m. on CartageCrew.net and ding on SundayNightShowdown.com. Once again, you can hear us right here at SundayNightShowdown.com and as always at www.CartageCrew.net. And welcome back to the Trade Dog and JJ bringing back Wrestling News Live for free on the Sunday Night Showdown Radio Network. This is Jeff Jarrett, the King of the Mountain, and I'm on Planet Jarrett right now listening to Wrestling News Live. ShopTNA.com today for hundreds of official TNA wrestling items, music, clothing, autographs, and unique memorabilia, plus exclusive access to Don West's insane deals, DVD blowouts, pay-per-view commemoratives, limited edition items, and much more. ShopTNA.com, your one-stop shop for everything TNA wrestling. Go to ShopTNA.com now for the latest deals. Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ Sexay of Sunday Night Showdown. If you're looking for the latest wrestling news on the World Wide Web, you should check out www.fromheadlockstoheadlines.com. It's the official news source for Sunday Night Showdown, and you should make it your official news source as well. Once again, that's www.fromheadlockstoheadlines.com. One, two, is this on? <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that triple H. This is Flair 16 Tom. Welcome back to Wrestling News Live with your host, JJ Sexy and the Trade Dog. All right, guys, we are back right here live, Wrestling News Live on this Monday covering. Uh, the fallout from WrestleMania 26 last night. The impending retirement, of course, tonight happened with Shawn Michaels. And, of course, we had a pre-taped impact. And, of course, I'm not alone. I'm being joined by my co-host. 
You love him, you hate him, and he's full of piss and vinegar tonight. God damn it. It's the fucking Trey Dog. I learned it from watching you. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've just been in that kind of mood since about 6 o'clock tonight. <laughs> and apparently it's I'm my an fault. I'm an angry, angry man. Well, you know, I, I've done some things today I probably shouldn't have done, but, you know, I'm proud of what I did, and by God, I'm waiting for the repercussions to happen. Yeah. It'll happen eventually. I mean, I just, I don't want to go off on a big deal on this, but, I, and you know, we should probably address it. You know what? If you want to address it, I'm fine with it. Let's let's just get it out of our system and get it over with and move on. Do you think it'll make me feel better if we get it off our chest? No, I don't know. I mean, I can't. I I, I don't think our listeners want to hear me rant on another network and things they said about us. They wouldn't want to hear that. No, probably not. You're right. We should move on. Yeah, we should. Well. I don't know. I guess we should go ahead and 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 tell them what was said about us. You 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 know more about this than I do, so I'll let you set it up. Well, you know, there was this little audio clip that that kind of made the rounds this past weekend from a from a radio show on Friday. Not a not a very big radio show, of course, on a paid network. It's really, as far as we need to go with that, that basically said that uh, there was no more egos on that network. That they basically and, and let me quote you on this one. You know, I would play the clip, but I'm afraid that they would try to make me pay for it. Because that's just how stingy these fuckers are. Yeah, I wouldn't play the clip. But basically it went down like this. There's no more egos on their network, although the motherfucker that said that has probably the biggest ego, I think, of anybody on the fucking planet Earth. So, with that said, basically, there's no egos on their network now. Things are better for them. They basically took a crap... And got rid of all the shit that didn't belong there. Now, considering myself and Trey were future endeavored from that network, I'm kind of assuming they're talking about us. And and that's I fine. Guess. And that's fine. You can say what you want. That's fine. We had an agreement that we weren't going to trash you guys. To my knowledge, we really haven't. You know, you you basically started the war. You fucking started ranting on Trey. Or basically shot the first shot at him when he hosted the radio awards. And that's fine. If you want to do that, we're fine. But here's the thing. For you to say that we're shit for everything we did for that network, that really bothers me. Never received one fucking dime. I never asked for one. So a six-year friendship with somebody has been thrown out the fucking window. Because he wants to be a cocky little asshole. And I got news for that cocky little asshole. You name the time, you name the place, and I guarantee you, buddy, there's nobody on this fucking planet that will save your ass from the beating I will give you. I will make what Shane Carwin did to fucking Frank Mir look like a fucking walk through the park. Just pray you and I are never in the same place at the same time. Well, with that being said, I, uh, I'm going to attempt to take a calm approach to this. I've been letting it build up and letting it build up, and I wanted to say something about it. Not so much because I feel butthurt that I'm not on their network, because trust me, JJ and I are happier right now than we've been in a long, long time with what we've got going on. 
Um, and I think the numbers of, you know, the number of listeners we have tonight proves why we should be doing what we're doing and where we should be doing it, as opposed to making you pay for it. Now, I'm going to be real serious about this, and this is the way it goes. I was approached by those guys the day that they were done with their contract signings and they were going to start their network. Adam had been my partner, my friend, and my co-host for nine years, nine plus years. I've promoted WrestleView since day one of Wrestling News Live, and I never asked for a dime. It was all I could do to get the people that own the website to put a link graphic for my show on their website for the countless years, we're talking up to 12, of free promotion that I gave them. And I'm sure some of you might know this. It's no big secret. We kind of have a pretty good-sized audience. And we're not talking about our live audience. If you knew the number of downloads this show gets a week, it would blow you away. And that's why I told JJ today, that's why I do the show the most. Is people, not, 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 no offense to you that show up live, I love you to death. But for all those people that can't be here live and they still want to hear what we have to say, it would blow you away to know the number of downloads we get a week. But they came to me and told me that they all signed contracts and they were going to start charging five bucks a month. I was asked if I wanted to come in for free. I said no. At that point, I said I would rather do my show on my own and go do my own thing than do it for free. Adam, who was my friend, said, let me see what I can pull off. So he got back to me later and said, here's what's going to happen. The two other guys that own the website and run the website, or actually, I'm sorry, I take that back. The guy that owns the website isn't going to give you any money. But the three of us will give you an equal part so that you're a part of it as well, and you'll get paid also. Then, in six months, if we're still making money and we can afford to bring you in as a partner, we'll give you a contract and you can be an equal partner. Okay. So with my situation that I was in, I decided it would be easier to go with them and do that than try to start all over on my own at a busy point in my life where I was going to be moving soon and taking a radio job in another, in another state. I didn't have the personal time required to get what needed to be done to host my own show at that time. So then, six months later, you know the story. J.J. and I got an argument on the air. We both got fired. Well, I was told then in my interview, my, my little phone conversation with the four contracted people at WrestleView that I was going to be let go because of my attitude and because I said things that made this work look bad. Well, that's what happens when you try to tame a rattlesnake and make it a house pet. You knew who I was when you hired me. You knew who I was when you brought Wrestling News Live over to start your network so that you could get some people to listen and pay for it because you had actual listen-to identifiable show. 
since day one, I have not made one thin penny off of WrestleView.com nor the VIP network. For all my time and trouble, and for letting them use Wrestling News Live as their flagship show. To me, that's a big deal because we turned our back on a lot of people that didn't subscribe because they couldn't afford it or wouldn't have tried to afford it. We alienated a lot of listeners. We forgot what we were about, and that's my fault. We forgot for the fans, by the fans. We became for the money, about the money, and that's my fault. And I apologize for that myself to each and every one of you. Now, I was told when I was released that we weren't going to take pot shots at each other and that we weren't going to talk trash. I told them then this was the end of a friendship. They didn't see it that way. To this day, I've had one phone conversation with them since I've been let go. When we used to talk at least once or twice every two or three days. Since I've been let go, I was promised that I would get get this, a whopping $100 for my six months of service. Let me remind you, it's pretty ironic that I was also fired on the day of my six-month anniversary when they were supposed to be giving me a new contract. Since that time, when we agreed to not take shots at each other and not talk smack about each other's shows, I uh, sent Adam a message saying, hey, man, it's been two months. Where's my $100? Not that I need it. It's just the point. Well, I was then told by Tom Van Stone, because Adam wouldn't reply, that because the things that I said on another radio show, I violated the fact that we weren't going to talk shit about each other, and so therefore they weren't sending me my money. To which, if you go back and listen to the, to the, web, to the website, Ministry of Slam, where I was on their show, all I did was promote WrestleView's VIP, wish them the best, and I said, I hope they make enough money to retire. They're just going to have to, you know, go head-to-head with me and JJ on Monday nights. Where that was talking shit and pissing them off, I have no idea. But that's what I was told. It was my comments on Ministry of Slam that led them to, to say that they weren't going to pay me after all this time. So, just to let you know who you're dealing with over there, they've completely turned their back on me and JJ. Hunter, I didn't know that well. I like Hunter. I think he's a smart guy. I don't know him that well. But Adam I've known for over nine years. Invited him into my own home. Not once, but twice. A guy that I considered one of my best friends, even though all we did was talk on the show. He was the person that was in real good graces with the Wrestling News Live family. He turned his back on me and J.J., Hunter's the only one that hasn't said anything, to my knowledge. Yeah, I'm going to back that up, too. I'm going to back that up, too. Hunter has not said a word. Adam has said shit. Tom Van Stone has said shit. You know, even to the point where uh, 
last month for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view that we did on SNS, uh, Tom Van Sone snaked his way into my chat room, found me, and basically told me that I wasn't welcome over in the uh, WrestleView chat room because it caused too many problems. Because I'd been banned there before for just sitting there and not saying anything under a different name. Because really, going in there as me, as JJ Sexay, would just kind of cause problems. So rather than cause a problem, I just went in there to see what was going on, listen to a little bit of the show, see what was going on, and I was banned because of who I was. Not because I said anything. Then I get hit with this bullshit about they found me spamming in their chat room. Now, let me just say this. I do have an ego. I've had one for a long time. It's a lot more mellower now than it was when I originally started, back in the old gigolo days, because I'm a much more grounded person now. And everything I've done, every, everything that I have built and succeeded with, I have done on my own. And... Dude, do you really think that I need to promote Sunday Night Showdown on somebody else's website, especially one that I worked for or did work for for six months and had some of the highest rated shows on? Do I really need to do that? I think not. Show some common fucking sense here. Well, to continue what I was saying about What's, what's happened recently, the long and the short of it is, and let's wrap this up on it, they basically have turned their backs on me and JJ. And what's funny is, if you go back and listen to the Wrestling Radio Awards, they fired the first shot at me. But I laughed it off as a competitional jab. No big deal. I didn't lose a wink of sleep. But now you want to go on there and call us turds in a fucking shit bowl. And, you know, the ego thing was one thing. You know, you motherfuckers forget where you came from. Every goddamn one of you over there forget where you came from. Adam, you especially. You told me yourself. You told me yourself that had I not found you and had you come along and we started doing this show together, you would know, you would be nowhere near the radio person you are today. I'm the guy you listed as a reference whenever you needed somebody for your internship. I've always been there for you, and you've always been there for me until now. You guys act like, you know, I'm Joe Schmo now, and you don't know me. If it weren't for me, you motherfuckers wouldn't know what you're doing right now in the first place. Where did you get your first mixer? Where did you get your first professional radio microphone? This motherfucker right here. But now you want to turn your back on me like my name is Ralphus. That's fine and good. I don't need you. I don't need any of you. I didn't need that cheap fucking attempt at trying to buy me off for $100. But what goes to show me how cheap you fucking pricks are is that you won't pay me the fucking money because of something I supposedly said when all I did was promote your shit when I didn't have to. So that's just what you what kind of shit you're dealing with over there. You know, I, I, I apologize to no end for every listener of this show that said, what the fuck, 
when we bailed on you and went to pay for a listen. One of the biggest mistakes of my life. I felt bad about doing it when I did it. I knew JFK wouldn't be down with it, and I did it anyway. And I shouldn't have. And for that, I humbly apologize to each and every listener. And I hope you forgive me, because it ain't going to happen again, ever. I'm done. Well, and I want to close it out with this. Last little thing I want to say here. For so long, and you know Trey and everybody else that is involved in this network, everybody that listens to this network knows that I have tried to be the glue that has held everybody together over here. And I have tried to keep people from mouthing off about what they say and what they do. And it just got to the point where I'm sick of doing it. I tried to quell things with them for the longest time. I talked with Adam about we didn't need this and that going back and forth. And then you repay me with calling me a piece of shit after all the hard work that I put into doing things for you guys and never got a dime out of. The eFed that so many people signed up for just to be a VIP and be a part of. There were people I know that signed year contracts just to be a part of that, that eFed. That people paid for the product and didn't get what they paid for. But the bottom line is this. I kept my word, and you guys broke that word. And now that you've done it, I've been tired of just sitting back and not saying anything. So I let Trey do what he wanted to do, and I wanted to make my peace with it too. So fuck you guys. Well, it's just like everybody in the chat room is talking right now. I've never come on here or any show that we've done, to my knowledge, and done the old Barry Horowitz break my arm, patting myself on the back. But how many shows out there wouldn't be out there if it wasn't for me? Well, there's a lot. I mean, you know, I, I got to be honest, Trey. I I never knew anything about you until after I started with Voice of Wrestling. But I didn't know about internet radio till then. So, and what's funny is. The voice of wrestling was you and Chris, and Chris came to me because he was a listener of Wrestling News Live and wanted to do his own show. I know. That's what I heard. You know, then you got Spug Guy and all of them over there at, at WTR. You know, yeah, I'll take credit for that shit. Those were all my listeners. Now, they're not ashamed to tell you that. That's why I don't mind claiming them. You know? But it really just burns my ass hairs. You know, shows like Monday Night Mayhem. No, I didn't start them, but when they went from being on terrestrial radio to Internet, Big Mosh came to me and I helped him out. You know, I've always been willing to help out. You know, I've never turned my back on anybody who said, hey, how do you do this? I'll tell you, it ain't easy. I'll tell you how I did it. If you can't do it that way, well, that's the only way I know how to do it. You know, but to turn your back on us like we're fucking nobodies and then talk shit about us on top of it after saying, please don't talk shit about us. We won't talk shit about you. We've upheld our end of it until tonight. Yep. And if you want to bring it, well, the gloves will come off and I guarantee you don't want that. The last thing anybody wants right now is to unleash the dog on a weekly basis. I'm not the same guy I used to be. You know what? But I can be that way as, as long as I need to. 
Well, I'm with you. That's the way it's going to be. I'm with you. But with that said, I think we need to just move on. I hope you feel better. I feel a little bit better. I've been, you know, frustrated all day over this shit, trying to figure out what I wanted to do if I wanted to say anything about it. And I'm glad to get it off my chest. And, hey, it makes you guys look like assholes in the end. So, you know, I'm all for it. It's just funny to me. It's, it's, it's the little things. It's the, it's the little things and the big things. You know, Mr. Radio Voice Guy has the deep voice that introduces Adam and Hunter. Guess whose fucking idea that was? Mine. Now, granted, Adam paid for it, but I found the fucking guy. And then I was told, uh, you can't use any of that audio on your new show. Okay, that's fine. I wouldn't want to anyway. I went and got another voice guy. You know? But to bring Wrestling News Live over there so that they have a legit wrestling radio show on their network that people are willing to pay for and then wait six months when it's the time to give me my contract that you promised me from day one and then you fire me and then you don't even come through with the money you promised me. Who looks bad now? Yep. Not me. I'm still here. Still swinging. All right, let's get back to the business at hand. So the phone lines are open if you want to give us a call right here at Wrestling News Live. <laughs> You're going to reach us at 5... Better. There you go. I, I do too. 501 588 I, like I, I feel like I just knocked shot off. There you go. 7957. <laughs> oh, wow. And you know what? I know I, Pillman's been dying to call in. I'm just waiting well, for him to call. Phone lines are open, so call in, Pillman, if you want it. You want to say something? You know, bring it. I'm telling you, open open phone mic here. I'm telling you. Ah, I do feel better though. Glad we got that out. Well, I've been wanting to say something for weeks, and you wouldn't let me. So, well, you know, I again, I was trying to play nice and you know keep everybody in the loop of what's going on. I don't know what's Straight going on. I've it's still broadcasting. Huh. Both of them. So refresh if you have to, guys. But, uh, you know, like I said, man, this is something that we both felt we needed to respond to. Uh, it, it just wasn't cool all the way around. And I'm glad that we're in a much better spot. I don't work for anybody. We're doing our own yeah. thing. You know, the listeners every week seem to improve for all the shows, not just this one. For every show on this network, every week we see continuous growth. And Outcast is okay, but they're saying Ustream went bye-bye. Ustream went bye-bye, huh? Let me check on that. That's what they're saying. Yeah, it looks like it might have, actually. So let's see if we can get this thing up and going again here. If not, we still have the Shoutcast stream, so. Right. I'm going to have somebody link the Shoutcast. That's a good idea. That's weird. I don't know why Ustream does that. I think it, we just get too much traffic on there, and people just fucking crash it. I don't know. It's, it's about the same time every night. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. Like I said. I think I think Ustream might just shut everything off at a certain time of night and refresh and reboot their system. Uh, you know, that's, that's probably uh, exactly what it is. All right, well, there's the Ustream, or not Ustream, but there's the uh, Shoutcast 
stream in the chat room. So it looks like we'll we actually we actually do have a new caller in with Wrestling News Live. Uh, hello, who is this? What's up, guys? This is Filman Nine Millimeter from the chat room. Now, what the you hell's know, been going on with you? Occasion, because Filman doesn't call in very often. It's nice to hear from Filman. I've never since you guys have been on the new network. I've not called into this show yet. No, you haven't. As a matter of fact. Well, what the hell you want to talk right. about? Well, shit, where do I start? Uh, WrestleMania or WrestleView? <laughs> um, anyway. I, I guess uh, um, I'll start off on a positive. I have to say uh, WrestleMania, good show. I was I was very surprised. I thought WrestleMania was a very good show this year. I can't believe that people would bitch about it. Well, see, and I'll give you credit, too, because you're one of a handful of people that I can count on in the chat room that are going to give an honest feedback to a show. I don't have to worry about you trashing or bashing or praising something that doesn't need it. And like I said, you're one of a handful of people that listen to this show that are in the chat room every Monday night that I I, I, I look for their opinion. Um, and I noticed that you said that you enjoyed WrestleMania, so I guess what I was going off on my tangent about everybody bitching, it made me feel better to know that there are some people out there that agree with me. I really didn't think that there was a bad match on the card. Um, what did you guys think of the uh, Money in the Bank match? I think it was short. I think it was a lot shorter than they've been in the past. Um, but I think J.J. hit the nail right on the head. There's just too many fucking people in there. Nine was kind of overdoing it. I mean, there was just too many people in the ring for you to, or in the match, rather, for you to to have a very successful Money in the Bank match because what it would take to win the match by climbing the ladder and getting the briefcase, especially if you factor in the fact that Swagger couldn't get the damn thing to come loose, you know, you really had to pick a time when, you know, eight or nine people were outside of the ring. And how, how hard is that to pull off? You know, he was up. He he was up there so long. I thought it might have been a botch. I thought maybe somebody got hurt or something like that. Well, I thought at first somebody that was supposed to take him off the ladder was hurt and didn't show up and mm -hmm. missed their spot. And then, because of the look on his face and him looking around in the crowd and not looking down at competitors, I thought, no, he's supposed to get it down. He just can't get it down. Because if he was waiting on somebody, he'd have been looking at the mat, looking outside the ring. He wouldn't have been looking out into the crowd. You know? So, I think that, you know, it was just hard for him to get it out of hooks. I mean, I've, I've been there. It's, it's happened. Nothing to, nothing to take anything really away from the match. I just thought it was too short and too many people involved. But I still enjoy it. I, I was surprised. I was telling people that I thought Christian was going to take that match, but I don't know. I think they've got bigger hoping. plans for Christian down the road. Um, I think you might be right. I still think, though, that he's he's so over right now, he's almost going to get the Samoa Joe thing where we wait and we wait and we wait and they they don't deliver, and then when they finally do, it might be too late. Mm-hmm. You know how TNA did Joe when he first came in? Everybody wanted him to run right to the world title, and it took him so long that by the time he got it, nobody cared. 
I don't think we have to worry too much about Christian doing that because he's so over. But, you know, if they're wanting to have a blow-the-roof-off-the-joint moment, him winning a world title will do that. I bet if they do that with Christian, though, they'd have to run almost, they'd have to run a program with Edge, and you're right, by the time that happens, some of Christian Pete might die off a little bit. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. I mean, it, who knows? I mean, they're doing a whole lot better booking right now than they've done in the past. I really don't have any complaints. Um, but I'm one of those Christian people. I'd like to see kind of Christian people. I am a Christian person, but I'd like to see Christian do more on Raw. And, but then again, you got to remember, we got the draft coming up, too, soon. So he might end up on SmackDown. So, like, you, you you don't plant flyers and you don't knock on front doors, but at the same time, you like to see Christian have a, uh, have a reign with the belt at some point this year? Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a good show. I thought it was probably one of the best WrestleManias that I've... Probably the best WrestleMania since at least 23... I'd say it was probably about as good as WrestleMania 23. The last couple of years I thought were kind of disappointing, and this one I, I really wasn't disappointed with it. No, I mean, there was nothing that I said, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm watching this, or I can't believe they did this on WrestleMania. I mean, other than the female match, which had its place, um, I, I would like to see the time they spent on that somewhere else, but... You know, it, it served a purpose. It was there for what it, it did what it was supposed to do. Um, and people in the chat room were asking, who's on the line? Pillman, long-time listener, long-time listener. A very unfrequent caller, but he should be. A member of the E-Fed. Member of the E-Fed. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking to move up and challenge Psycho Mike at some point, but I don't know. That dude's got a mean earthquake. Yeah, but I got my partner in the ring with me, so he's outnumbered. He's screwed. Not that I need JSK to whip Mike's ass, but hey. Oh, I love all the shit talk. Keep it coming. That's what it's all about, man. One of these days, we're just going to have a show that's nothing but promos. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, I know. It's coming. So, Pillman, you got anything else you want to share with us? No, overall, I thought uh, WrestleMania was a good show. Um, the, the other subject, uh, I don't know, man. The the whole deal with uh, the, that other network. Um, Trey, I started listening to your show back when it was just you and JSK before uh, What's-His-Name showed up. And it's like it, it just kind of, I started listening because it just kind of had, I, it was unique, if, if you know what I mean. It, it, it was something different. And it's like it just always, I mean, I would tune in. I couldn't even watch TNA too much back when you guys first started, but I would tune in just to hear, like, what uh, you and JSK had to say. And it's uh, it's like when, uh, uh, what's his name, Adam jumped on. It, um, it was still all right, and I kind of went with it for a while. And I still tried to follow it, and then um, everything happened. And then it was like it was just you and Adam, and it's still, you know, it was still cool. But then when they started doing this whole shit with the paid network, I figured I'd hang out because, you know, it's still a cool show or whatever. 
And I don't know. It's like all of a sudden, um, these guys just, I don't know. It, you're in radio. It, it was a different format than what I was used to. The, the most recent, um, before you guys got on this network, the most recent, uh, WNL on, uh, WrestleView, it just, I don't know. It was, it, it wasn't real, for me, it wasn't really about the money. I figured it was worth it, you know, to, uh, to hear some shows every week, but, at the same time, I don't know, it's like it just wasn't the same, and it's like now where you're at now, um, it, it's kind of back to the old school feeling for me, so I think it's really cool. Well, cool, man. I'm glad to have you back as a listener, and, you know, like I said, we want to go back to old school the way it used to be for the fans, by the fans, and and uh, that's the way it's going to stay. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's, it's all about the fans. Everything on this website from all the live shows that we have. I think there's only one pre-taped show that we have all week, and that's the Pro Wrestling Rewind. And even that gets played to a live chat room. So it's almost like a live show because they don't take calls. Right. So, I oh, mean, yeah. it's definitely a different feel here. That, I, know J, I know that J.J. busts his ass on that Ethan, and he only does it for the, for the people, so. I do that's it for the awesome. people. I did it for the rock. I did it for the rock. The the last thing I want to say is if Psycho Mike coming nine millimeter is moving out of the undercard, I'm not sure where my partner is right now, and it's not that I need him anyways. But look out because I'm gunning for that title. Yeah, I, I think there's a possible split coming between you and your partner after WrestleMania. I think I might have to turn on him. I think the dude needs some chair shots to the head or something like that, or he needs to be put through a table. Yes, because you know chair shots are legal in SCW. You can and you can still take chair shots to the head. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. You could take chair shots to the head. You could do anything you want. You know, when you have an extreme rules match or whatever. I, I'm not. I, you know, we're not. We're not. You know, disqualifying you for chair shots. But uh, yeah, chair shots totally legal in SCW. We're we're kind of like the Hollies. I I think my boy uh, Clark. Um, Love him to death. I I think the dude might need his brain uh, his uh, his brain scrambled though. I think I think we need some hardcore action. I think I'm gonna have to hit him with a fucking barbed wire bat or something. There you go. I'd pay to see that. That always gets our attention. All right, guys. Well, I'll try and call in more often. Awesome show. Thanks, Billman. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. It's good to have you aboard, buddy. All right, man. Later. All right. So we're gonna open the phone lines back up, guys. It's pretty much a call-in show tonight. Uh, I didn't catch a lot of impact. I think we pretty much covered uh, some of the basics of Raw. I have to admit, the main event on Raw this week, I really liked. The fact that we had uh, Jack Thwagger and Batista take on the team of uh, John Cena and a partner of his choosing. And lo and behold, who did he choose? None other than Randy Orton. The next, my head. the next Austin of the WWE, Randy Orton. Boy, he got a huge pop tonight, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. Well, he's been getting huge pops for a while now. I mean, like I said, he has ascended. Yeah, tonight was off the chart. He has ascended to that next level. I mean, he is the biggest thing they have as far as, I mean, he's getting bigger reactions than John Cena. Not that he gets the greatest reactions from some fans. But I'm telling right. you, within the next year, he's going to be the top babyface in the company. With that said, we actually do have another caller on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? Hey, JJ. Hey, uh, Trey, this is Josh Pietro. How you doing? No, we're good, man. What's, What's up? up, man? 
Uh, not much. Um, Trey, I couldn't help but uh, listen to your rant on WrestleView. And as a writer at WrestleView, I have a couple of things I'd like to say to you. Okay. First off, the reason why I joined WrestleView was because I loved listening to Wrestling News Live. When you had your show, The uh, the Doghouse, if I didn't catch it live, I always loved downloading the MP3. And JJ, cool. same with you. When, uh, when you had um, Plugged In over there, it was one of my favorite shows. And I think a testament as to the great job you're doing, you see me somewhere right here right now instead of somewhere else. And uh, when I heard you talking about WrestleView, uh, basically I had heard some things, you know, about you know the whole JJ and you having the uh, the argument and being let go and the whole thing with uh, Mike Siciliano and stuff. And for me, it's always been a a thing where it's like, you know, whatever. I write there, you know, I'm just a you know a guy in the crowd, you know, put out my columns and whatnot. And it didn't really phase me that much, but tonight was the first time I really heard the intricate details about it, and uh, you know, it really uh, made my mind up about something. And as of late, you know, things have been a little bit, uh, you know, rocky as far as my uh, my head is concerned, as far as like what I like to do with WrestleView and whatnot. And uh, well, basically, I wanted to come on to Wrestling News Live and basically say that hearing the things you said tonight basically made my decision clear. And Adam, Hunter, Paul, and Tom, I know you're listening, and if you're not listening now, you're listening later, but I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Because Wrestling News Live is for the people, by the people, and right here tonight I am saying I am one of the people again. And it's good to have you, my friend. Good to have you here. Thanks, man. That actually means a lot. Hey, C.J. Bowman, he said it before in the chat room. He took my corporate suits and burned them. I still got a couple in the closet you can throw onto the fire. <laughs> Let the revolution begin. And uh, I don't know what the new column is going to be called, but I am going to say right now that whatever it's going to be called is officially sponsored by From Headlocks to Headlines.com, the official news source of what was Quick Shots for the past month, and it will be the official news source for whatever segment I call it, in the future. Very awesome. Of course, now that means we'll get to hear more uh, more bitching from them about how, every, how from headlocks to headlines is stealing all their stuff, their news, their columnist, you know. Because at the end of the day, WrestleView does what everybody else does. They copy and paste news from Wrestling Observer and PW Insider. So uh, really, when you guys break some news and do something, then we'll uh, we'll give you some credit. How's that? Well, you know, I, do want to say, say, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I don't want to step on anybody's toes here, but. JJ, maybe you can elaborate. I think I just had a brilliant idea. I have them often, but I don't always share them. I think it's one of I think one of the best things I've heard in a while. I think Josh would be perfect for it. We are going to need a new NXT correspondent on Unplugged. That actually is true, and that's something we can definitely talk about tomorrow night. Uh... I do have David Stevens on uh, for his final time with uh, with this network. Unfortunately, I, I hate to I hate to be the one to let him go because he's done a fantastic job with me. Good, I mean, it was a smooth thing, and nobody has any ill feelings towards anybody. No, uh, but he knew this was coming, and you know, with everything that's been said with WrestleView, I just I can't have WrestleView people involved in my network over here because obviously it just causes problems. And, and that's a shame. Yeah. It really is. I mean, 
I came here to listen to these shows as a fan, and because of the things that have gone on in the you know the war of words and the comments that have gone back and forth, you know it makes me feel guilty being in you know a chat room like this filled with such great wrestling fans to listen a wrestling show you know to ris- listen to an actual wrestling show that doesn't degrade shit left and right and basically calls it as it is and gives her honest opinions and being over here makes me feel you know a little bit I don't know, kind of uneasy because I don't want, you know, to piss off Adam and Trey and all, you know, Adam and Trey, I mean, Adam and Hunter. I still got the old wrestling news live in my head. I don't want to tick them off, but you know what? Fuck it. I want to have the handcuffs taken off and I want to enjoy what I want to enjoy again. And I appreciate 100% of you saying that and doing that. And I want to reiterate, in the grand scheme of things, we're talking about pro wrestling, people. Not brain surgery, not politics. Not who's going to be the next motherfucker on the on the moon. We're talking about wrestling. It's supposed to be fun. We're supposed to have a good time. We're supposed to be a congregation of people that enjoys and looks forward to getting together with each other every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever night. We're doing something on the network. We want you to be at work all day looking forward to coming in and hanging out with us because I look forward to hanging out with you guys on Monday night. If it wasn't for the numbers, like I told J.J. today, and I stand by this 100%, if he and I decided to do Wrestling News Live and we started out with 20 listeners, I wouldn't be here. I'd have said, you know what, screw it. Nobody cares about the trade dog anymore. I'm riding off into the sunset, and I'm done. But that's not the case, obviously. You see the number of people in the chat room, and that's not even half the people listening to the show. Then you got your downloads, you know, where you really get your listeners. And in the grand scheme of things, at the end of the day, it's just pro wrestling. It shouldn't be personal. And, and, and Josh, as a guy that I've noticed you in the chat room, I've seen you over here, and I know that you work over there. I've never told you you couldn't be in our chat room. But yet we were told that we weren't personally, JJ and I both were told it would be within our best interest not to be in their chat room and to not come back. After not saying a fucking word in there. I never chatted a word in there. Yep. I went to their free show, joined their chat room, and didn't say a word. But because they knew it was me because of my IP address, I was asked not to come back. And JJ was banned. Then, the chicken shit bastards, not, not even the day later, but the day that they fired me, they removed my VIP status so I couldn't listen to any of the shows on the network. And still didn't pay me. Yeah, Josh, as somebody who has, and I had no idea this announcement was coming. JJ had no idea this announcement was coming. I swear on my mother's grave, we had no idea Josh was going to do this tonight. But Josh, as a person that has been on both sides of the fence and listened to this show, have we talked shit about them until tonight? Yeah, and uh, I'll basically back up what Trey just said. I did not tell Trey that I was coming on here and doing this. I did not tell JJ I came on here and did this, but this was my own decision. Crowley didn't come over and, and leech me, as they like to basically say about other colonists. I mean, I basically just listened to the facts, and I made the decision on my own, like a man. That's basically what I did, and I didn't put anyone up to it. This is no scheme. This is no plan. This is my own personal opinion, how I feel about it, and my decision, and mine alone. 
and I just decided to use Wrestling News Live, the program I stand behind, to make the announcement on. Well, and again, I, mean, I, I don't know if you can hear me that well or not, but have you, as long as you've been listening to this show and being an employee of WrestleView, until tonight, have you heard us take shots at them and make fun of them on the air? Nope. I have only heard you tell it as it is. No shots, no fun, no making fun of, no degrading remarks. I basically heard you say facts, and that was it. You know, I don't know how many times between us being fired and starting Wrestling News Live, I can't tell you how many shows asked me to come on their show as a guest and and let them know what was going on. And I think I, on every one of them, I wish them the best. I promoted their network. I promoted their website. I said I hope they continue to make money, but they're just going to have to go head-to-head with us on Monday nights. I don't see that as talking shit. I don't. I don't either. That's basically us saying, you know, bring it. We're coming We're coming at you on Monday nights. Not because we wanted to run head-to-head against them, but because Monday is the place to be. Monday was the original time slot for Wrestling News Live, or it has been for, for many years now. And yeah. really, what better place is there to be on a Monday night than doing a radio show after Raw and Impact go off the air? Now that the Monday Night Wars have somewhat come back, seriously, it was the only wise choice for us to make. But make no mistake about it, they need to bring their A-game because they've yet to beat us in numbers on live listener basis since we started this on March 1st. And that's a fact. And their, their, their defense will be, well, we're not competing with you because we're a pay network. Well, maybe you shouldn't be. I'll just leave it at that. Like I said, I wish them the best of luck. And we've said that from the beginning. And I've tried to be the glue, and I've tried to be the one to stop things from going. Uh, you know, I've stopped different people on this network from saying something about what was going on. And I've been doing this for a while now. And when I heard those remarks on Friday, I was pretty much stewed about it. You know, how dare you consider me a piece of shit after everything I did? How dare you? And so I'm just so. letting you know. It's no more. You want a war? I'll give you a war. I suggest you just fuck off. Well, Josh, buddy, I appreciate the comments. I'm a big fan of yours, and uh, I'm glad to see you uh, do what you feel is the best thing to do in your heart, and I wish you the best. Thank you, and uh, I mean, like you say, or like anybody says, if you can't go to, well, quote-unquote work, since I don't get paid for the stuff I write. You know, if you can't go to work with a smile on your face, and there's no reason to go to work. I agree, and if there's anything you need as far as help getting your name out there to other websites, I, I know a few people. <laughs> so does JJ. Yeah, we know people. So just let, it, let us know if we can help you out. Well, I sure do appreciate that. And you guys, I'm going to listen to the rest of the show, and I hope you all have a great night. All right, Josh, thanks for all calling right, man, in, buddy. Well, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either, but I want to say this now. Josh (laughs) Pedra is the Shawn Michaels of Wrestling News Live. He's lost his smile, and he's found it right here on Wrestling News Live. I love it. Wow. I love it. At first, I thought he was going to chew my ass. Well, anytime somebody from WrestleView calls in, you know, you you think that might be the case, but... uh, At first, when he said, I heard you talking about WrestleView, and as a columnist, I thought... Oh, shit, here we go. I pissed somebody off. (laughs) 
It wouldn't be uh wouldn't be a day if we didn't piss somebody off, Trey. Apparently, just for breathing, we're pissing people off. So, man, I've been good for a long time, dude. Yeah, because I was told to be good for a long time. Fuck it, man. I'm no more. I'm going back to the old me. You know, don't piss me off. That's right. Like I said, I, I had no. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear out of the rest of you guys tomorrow. Oh, they went on their show and tried a wrestling promo. No, motherfucker, I'm not calling a wrestling promo. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. I'm airing the laundry. And it can get worse from there. You know? I mean, it's just... You shouldn't have lied to me. You should have come through with the promise you made on the fact you were going to pay me. And... When it came to taking shots at people, you fired the first shot and fired many shots after that when we weren't saying anything. So, there you go. Yeah, and like I said, we've we've done our piece. Honestly, I, I'm done. I don't even want to talk about them anymore because it's not worth I our time. Take some more phone calls. Let's take some more phone calls. The phone lines are open again, once again, right here, Wrestling News Live. I think the phone line might actually be ringing, Trey. I've got so many people... Well, somebody was calling in. I had so many people blowing this thing up earlier. Like, seriously, when you first tried to call in and I didn't answer, it's because I had to sh- I had to uh, restart Skype because it it yeah. literally just killed my Skype because so many people were trying to call in before the show even started. It's crazy, dude. Well, you know, when you're in demand and you're for the fans by the fans, that's the kind of shit that happens. I'm gonna take this call. Uh, welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? Hold on to the wrestling streams, people. Oh, shit. Let's hope we don't go down. It's Mace. Oh, fuck. We're about to crash the server now. (laughs) We can't blame him for Ustream. That went down a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's not my fault. Swear to God, not my fault, guys. Now you're Snitsky. You paid paid your internet bill so you can come back on the show? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Good deal. But, yeah, I know you're wrapping up this whole WrestleView thing, and uh, as you said before, Trey, you know, you claim a lot of us WTR guys as your guys, and, man, I agree with you. Hell, I wouldn't be doing my stuff over there at WTR if it wasn't for listening to you and JSK back in the day, and, hell, if JJ didn't, you know, start Sunday Night Showdown, there wouldn't be the open slot for me over there. (laughs) <laughs> so I credit both hey, of you guys to get my stuff, I'm not trying to be. I'm not. I'm not trying to be the the Don Juan of the wrestling world. I'm just saying, you know. Those yeah, you're, are my you're people, the grand, and I'm not going to turn, my back, on, that radio, turn my back on people. You know. Right, but you know that's that's done. That's over with. I want to get a quick opinion off you guys. Uh-oh. What you got? The nasty boys have been released from TNA. It's about oh, fucking no, time. Oh, no, say it's not so. Oh, it is. <laughs> well, that's the best news I've heard all night. Now, didn't uh, I say they would be around long enough to do a pay-per-view match with 3D, give them a month, and they'd be gone? Has it been a month yet? I mean, it's been about a month. Two, I think. You know. They, work, they haven't been on impact than a cup of coffee. They haven't been on Impact since the show after the pay-per-view, and that was about it. So, yeah, pretty much a month. God, I hate yeah. when I'm right. I do, too, because then i got to fucking agree with you and say that you were right, and I fucking hate that. 
I know, it's a motherfucker, isn't it? He's a fucking motherfucker. Well, don't anyway, guys, I'll, I'll jump off, let you guys take more calls. I just want to put a smile on your faces after all this bullshit. I'm just glad... Hey, man, you were were you one of my favorite callers, Mace, because I get to go, It's mice! Mice. <laughs> put another shrimp right, on the barbie for us, Mace. <laughs> Later, Mace, and uh, hugs and kisses to all the folks in Australia. Uh, later, guys. Later, man. Oh, it's always good to have Mace on the show when the stream doesn't crash. Isn't yeah, it? no shit, right? Yeah, shit like that happens, though, right? So. Oh, Consequences Creed is gone, too. So oh. the Black AJ is gone. I was just All about right. to say that. You beat me to it. The Black AJ Styles is gone. <laughs> unbelievable. No, it's unbelievable. Or it's, or it's as Vince McMahon would say, Unbelievable! Yeah, I heard you last night bring out all the old impersonations. Well, you know, I'm I'm the rich little of fucking professional wrestling. What can I say? That's right. That's right. I mean, look at it. We've been on the air now for two hours and 13 minutes. Yep. And these crazy bastards are still in the chat room. And they're still listening. They're still chiming in, saying what they want to say. And we actually do have another caller on the line. I think we actually have another Australian. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of, of uh, Australians, uh, <laughs> hey, it's Nem, guys. What's up, Hey, man? I was going to say, what, what the hell, man? I was just being you know, kind to Australia. I didn't mean for everybody in the country to start calling in. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, uh, I actually have to... Um, I think I actually have to apologize to you, Trey, because I think I said uh, last week that... WrestleMania wasn't going to be as... It, it, it obviously, it wasn't going to be the best WrestleMania, but I think it was, uh, for me personally, it was going to be a lackluster WrestleMania. And you were let down because it was a good WrestleMania. Oh, I was... Okay, I, I admittedly, I didn't like uh, the unified tag match for the breakdown of Legacy. But apart from right. that, I was happy. I thought it was interesting tonight... That excuse me. It was interesting tonight that that they said that uh, um, fucking Cody Rhodes is out for he's out indefinitely because of the punt. Oh yeah, hey, you know. So he, I mean, that's gonna yeah. by the time he comes back, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but without the legacy rub, by the time he comes back, how relevant is he gonna be? Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, hang on a second. I, I just read something in the chat room that I want to address. Um, Trey, uh, Midnight actually sent us something. Uh, his dad is actually in a coma. And, uh, yeah, he's been fighting for a while. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I want to I say everybody say a prayer out there for Midnight and his family because, you know, he's he's been going Midnight through a Man lot of stuff. He's a long-time listener of Wrestling News Live, and we almost lost Midnight Man not too long ago. And uh, thank God it's... You know, God decided it wasn't his time, and he's still with us. And he's getting better. But now his dad's taking a turn for the worse. So if we can, as a Wrestling News Live family, if you do pray, great. If you don't, I'm not going to tell you to, but if you do pray, just kind of include Midnight Man's dad and his and Midnight Man in, in your prayers tonight. Absolutely. Amen. Godspeed, mate. Godspeed. So... Not that there's any real good way to segue out of something like that, but um, I would say that 
it's probably not looking good for Cody Rhodes because when he comes back, he's not going to be that relevant. He's going to want to take on Randy Orton right off the bat. And does anybody think Cody Rhodes stands any chance in hell of whipping Randy Orton's ass? Uh, if it was a cage and it was electrified, Randy Ooh. Orton was handcuffed to it and he had a sledgehammer, maybe. Maybe, yeah. And, and if it was electrified, yeah. can we see like Team 3D in that match? Because I love <laughs> the cheesy ass, you know, electrified cage match they had at TNA. <laughs> the best part of that match was Devon selling it with the fucking uh, the uh, leg. Oh, 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 real, real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We needed some comedy there. I had to break some monotony out. No good. So, um, the going opinion in Australia is that. You expected the pay-per-view to suck, but it didn't. No, um, it, just for me personally, I, I, I was expect because I was looking at the card, and I'm thinking, God, this isn't going to be good, this isn't going to be good, this isn't going to be good, and, but, um, I got a feeling that, uh, I, I, after the first couple of matches, I'm thinking, God, uh, like, they've booked it wrong with Orton winning, I still think DBRC should have gone over, but... Um, I think Orton winning, they're, they're starting to turn him as a face for some reason. I, I, I'm not really sure why, but it's obviously working. Um, but the, uni, the, like the unified tag match just didn't sell me at all. It, it, it lasted 3 minutes and 24 seconds. The Divas match lasted bare 2 seconds longer. So there's yeah. six and a half, like 7 minutes that they could have used doing something else. But... Um, I'm, I've just I've done something really stupid. I've actually added up the figures of the average age of everyone who competed at WrestleMania and the total time of wrestling at WrestleMania. Um, the total time of wrestling at WrestleMania is actually the longest since I believe WrestleMania 20. Uh, it's wow. like it, it, there was a one hour fifty two minutes worth of wrestling closest to that was actually last year's with an with a, uh, hour 50. But apart, like, it's been like 10 minutes longer than the, like, the previous couple of WrestleManias. I think that's what sold it as well, is that there was just... Well, there wasn't slightly... a whole lot of celebrity... There wasn't a whole lot of celebrity interaction. There weren't really many back-to-the-back breaks. Um, the only thing besides action you really got, in-ring action that you really got, was when they did promos setting up what was about to happen. Yeah. So and, I, and I've never been a big fan of those, uh, you know, because I watch. You know, I know what's going on. I know why these two are fighting. I don't need to see a vignette for ten minutes before the match. I'd rather hear an interview with the guys before they come to the ring, like they used to do in the old days. You know, that's why they inducted a guy like Bob Uecker into the Hall of Fame because he stood backstage and he interviewed wrestlers before they came down the ramp. You know, the Slim Jim segment was a, was a must-have, though. We're talking about the Slim Jim segment in the chat room. <laughs> Slim Jim. I've been eating Slim Jims all fucking day, and Melina hadn't popped up in my bedroom. Oh, yeah, snap into a Slim Jim. Look at it. <laughs> middle. Oh, yeah. Uh, believe it or not, I don't, actually, I don't actually think we get Slim Jims in Australia, so I'm missing out completely here. Wow. God, I suck. No Slim Jims in Australia? Well, yeah, well, uh, well, okay. We don't actually have Taco Bell in uh, in Australia either. 
Wow. What? You don't have Taco Bell you're in not, Australia? I mean, I even not, have, I have Taco Bell in not, Canada. You're not missing much but the shits the next day, but still, wow. <laughs> uh, like, like we're, we're like a very, um, it's like, like well, obviously we've got McDonald's, which affectionately we call Macca's. Um, got uh, Hungry Jack's, which I think is a deriv- uh, slight derivative of Burger King. Uh, got KFC. That's, I think that's pretty much it. Wow. Dude. Oh, and, and, and obviously um, Pizza Hut, but... Do you have Arby's? Uh, considering I probably don't know what it is, no. Only wow. when Mickey James comes to visit. Arby's. They only have Arby's when Mickey James is in town. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Andy. I had to I had to break that one out. Uh, All right, brother. Well, we're gonna move on and see what else uh, wants to call in and harass us. Have you got anything else? Uh, I got, I got one other question for you, mate, uh, and only one. Okay. Um, uh, do you honestly think that? Uh, oh, sorry. Well, actually, coming off WrestleMania, honestly, I'm not the biggest swagger mark there is, but I completely, I was completely sold when he won Money in the Bank. Although Barrett, he stayed on the ladder for too long trying to get the bloody clip off. Right. Do you want? Uh, do you, Do you think Swagger is going to? Uh, or, or do you think the, the plans for Swagger are him to cash it in within the next two months and lose? Yes. I absolutely do deal. think that. Do you remember, I don't know how long you've been listening, but if you listened for a while now, you remember me saying something to JJ not too long ago about how they keep forcing it down our throats that everybody that's won has won a heavyweight championship. They've all cashed it in and been successful. And I said, for this to work, the next guy wins has to come up short and not get the world title. And Jack Swagger's that lovable goof that thinks he's big enough and bad enough that he'll fall short and not get the title. The all-American, American, American, American. The all-American, American, 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 American. That's <laughs> actually from Oklahoma, which embarrasses this shit out of me. So he's the all-American, American, <laughs> Oklahoman. That's right. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for letting me call in. Uh, like, uh, also, uh, I did have I, did, I have actually catched or caught WrestleView once or twice, and um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be allowed to say this, but um, please, if anyone from WrestleView is calling in, please try and find my IP and suck my hairy nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, I I am a completely independent. Radio stream, and I hope you don't mind me completely putting you guys over over the top because I've actually been going. Look, guys, if you want to go to hear some quality wrestling, tune into Sunday Night Showdown, and um, I'm, and I'm also an independent article writer, so I, I wouldn't be caught dead there. I'd I would I would rather call in here nine hundred ninety nine thousand times out of that. Thank you very much, we're guys. We're glad for, to have you, man. Call in. Thank you very much, guys. All right, Nim. We'll talk right, to you later, good. buddy. See you next week. Have a good one. Yeah. Wow, I'm loving the love tonight, man. We we got a lot of a lot of faithful. And kinda, I'm kind of warm and fuzzy. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, we actually do have another caller on the line. However, uh, welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? Hey, JJ, it's Larry Sixteen Time. Uh, I was wondering what when you were calling. 
It's the president of the Tree Dog Fan Club. Yeah, he's your dog at. Um, but first of all, I want to thank both of y'all for keeping WNL alive. I've always loved the show. I followed it everywhere it went. Uh, I, I defended it uh, myself uh, on the paid stream uh, whenever y'all were ever wrestling you, uh, which I'm extremely glad that you're not now. I was, I was a mod over there uh, because I defended it. And I think it's shit that they're telling that J.J. was spamming in their chat room because J.J. can attest to this. I wanted to, because I still have mod powers over there, I wanted to broadcast a video uh, uh, advertising that WNL was still alive. And J.J. told me not to because he didn't want to advertise in their chat room. Uh, so, you know, I mean, fuck them. If they want to do business like that, that's just crap. Um, and I think as, JSK, as JSK would say, fuck them and feed them fish heads. Exactly, Jerry. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think Josh has summed it up great tonight, and I, I think it's great to have that brother over here. Um, another thing I wanted to uh, talk about, I think it would be great if we could, uh, with you and trading JSK, uh, put together a four horsemen stable to go against the Board of Education because you know that Mr. V and uh, Andy will be interfering in your match uh, with uh, Trey and JSK for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. I think we need to. That's, that's I think what I'm we need yeah. Well, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, you know, with everything that's been going on with the ESED and how proud I am to be, to my knowledge, the only wrestling radio show with a full active listener ESED roster. And that's, you know, props to JJ Sexy. Um, I think that with all that's been going on, that I'm going to end up in the commissioner's office soon telling him that uh, I either want the Board of Education bound from ringside or I may just go ahead and, and it's no holds barred, anything goes, so I might just go ahead and talk to a couple of guys and, and make my own little faction, my own little group. Yeah. I, I think we need to do that, Trey, because you know that they're going to interfere in your match, and that way we keep the title on this good side over here. Um, another no. thing I want to touch on, touch on Raw real quick. Um, well, I hey, think hey, hey, Flair. I, I there. Flair, but before you go into that, keep in mind that you know you and Shin Sensei are taking on the BOE for the uh, tag titles. If you guys beat the fuck out of them, they won't be around to interfere. That, there you go. True. I, <laughs> We'll just finish the business before it starts, right? There you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was there live uh, whenever they had Ric Flair's uh, retirement ceremony at uh, at WrestleMania 24 in Orlando. And I'll tell you, this weekend with uh, Shawn Michaels, I actually got more emotional, and as much as I love Ric Flair, because I am Flair 16 times, um, I got, actually got more emotional uh, with Shawn Michaels' last match because... I actually knew it was most likely his last match. Uh, still, part of me, whenever Flair retired, I, I knew that he'd never retire. I knew that he'd be back sometime. But this weekend just got me more emotional even than Flair's did. And I just really enjoyed that. I think Sean was great to go out the way if he wanted to. Well, and you know, it's funny you bring that up. Because I was talking with my dad tonight before it all went down, uh, he asked why Sean was retiring, and he didn't really know who Sean was, and he remembered my dad's story from last week, you don't know why. Um, 
but I was explaining to him that he's got a couple of kids and a smoking, smoking hot wife. You know, and I'm like, if it were me, I couldn't be in a hotel 300 days a year knowing that I got something that hot sleeping in my bed at home. I'm just that big a fan of pussy. I'm sorry. <laughs> but who isn't? I would have to be. I would have to be home working on that third kid, and that ain't no shit. And I, I, I just, I feel personally, in all seriousness aside here, I, I feel number one, he was my favorite wrestler. I've made no bones about that since day one of doing this show. I can remember how excited I was when JSK and I went to the comedy club that showed the pay-per-views for five bucks a person. And we would go to the, to the pay-per-views and we would watch it on the big screens there in the bar. And how excited I was when Sean returned to face Triple H the first time when Sean came back. And the fact that I, I remember watching then thinking, okay, he doesn't have long. But he gave us, what, eight, nine more years? Seven more years? How many years did he stay after that? Eight. You know? And I'm like, wow. And and I remember back to those days, and I look at where he is now at his age, and with a little bit of what I'm going through in my own personal life of wanting to get back home because I want to be around my family because I've been away from my family now for 12 years. In that 12 years... I lost my mother, and I, there's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't look back and think to myself, man, if I would have just gone home and spent time with her that I didn't, but you can't go back and make up lost time. And I don't want to go through that again with my father, and I've got a couple of nieces and nephews now that look up to me, you know, and they're old enough now to know who I am. I want to be around them. You know, I want to be around my family more now than I ever have before. I understand where Sean's coming from. You know, the fact that he's beat up on top of it and his body hurts, that's another thing, you know. But I, I totally understand, although I, I know I'll miss him, and I know that he's one of the main reasons why for the last seven years I've tuned into Raw. You know, I wanted more out of Sean when he came back. I wanted more than just that one brief title run. I wanted to see him as a champion. We didn't get to see that. We got to see him as a tag champion just before he went out. You know, I know that here for the last two or three years, he's really just gone through the motions until it was time to really turn it on and have a moment. But as far as him being done physically and mentally and ready to go home and spend time with family... I support him 100%, and the fact that he's healthy enough that he's not in a wheelchair and he can go home and actually walk around, be a part of his community, be a part of his church, be a part of his family's life, I wish him the best, and I hope that this next chapter in his life is, is as fulfilling as his WWE career has been. Absolutely. I, I'm exactly. in total agreement there. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a great point, Trey. I think that's one reason why it actually meant more to me, because I knew he'd be able to do stuff like that. And he had uh, his kids to go home to. I, I listened back to the end of that pay-per-view, and he said that he'd be uh, explaining, he'd have to explain it to his kids for the next three weeks, uh, which was what he said there. 
um, at the end you were wondering about. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's great that he's going to be able to do uh, stuff with his kids and his church. And anyway, guys, uh, thank you all uh, for the opportunity tonight, and thank you all for being here on Monday night. So I can come and listen and have a great time with you all. No all right, man, be good. Keep that fan club going. You know what? Uh, I actually think what he actually said at the end of the pay-per-view when he was walking away was, uh, my kids will be sick of me in three weeks, is what I think he actually said. That sounds more yeah, Shawn michaels uh, But you know what? He's probably right. Maybe someday he'll come back and, and do something. I just I, I don't want to see him get back in the ring. Uh, the retirement should mean what it means. and uh, I, I would like to see him come back as an on-air character in some way. Uh, well, I agree with that. Just not in the ring. You know, and somebody in the chat room, I think it was Pillman, made, made an excellent point. When when Sean retired and he came back from the injury, he wasn't the same Sean Michaels uh, of old. He had a completely new style. He wasn't doing a lot of the uh, the aerial high risk maneuvers that he used to do. And you know, the style had changed, the attitude had changed, the man had changed. And you know, still to this day, anyone who sits there and dogs Sean Michaels, you know, since his return, I don't understand what the beef is because. For somebody to put that much heart and effort into everything that they've done for the last eight years and been the guy to steal every show at WrestleMania, it didn't matter who he was wrestling, he could wrestle a broomstick. He's made everybody look good. Uh, you know, case in point, SummerSlam 2005 when he, uh, or was it, yeah, 2005 when he wrestled Hogan. Mm-hmm. He was a bumping machine, and he made Hogan look like a million bucks. He oversold, too, and made Hogan look cheesy. But at the same time, you know, there was politics involved in that. And, right. you know, Shawn Michaels is not the same guy he was, you know, back in the past. Not that it matters. You have to admire the man for what he can do. And uh, Shawn Michaels is one of the greats. Well, I'd like to see, to be honest with you, is for Shawn to be gone until next year. Go spend some time with the family, get really heavily involved in the church, and do what he wants to do to make himself feel better. But I would love to see, as long as the WWE has got, you know, this NXT program, and they've got the ability to get their hands on such young talent. How cool would it be in a year or so, maybe two, to see Triple H not involved, but have Sean come back and be the legitimate leader of a young group of guys, a foursome, you know, that are all young in their 19s and 20s or whatever, and call them DX, but just be the figurehead. Now, that would be interesting. Uh, I do believe we have another call on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? Hey, guys. It's the Worldwide Phenomenon. How's it going? Well, fuck. I just did a show with you last night. What the fuck do you want? Well, you know what? i got to tell you guys that hearing the word Jack Swagger or Swagger Mark in an Australian accent is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, based on... Somebody what? was saying... Somebody was saying... I don't remember if it was today. I've listened and been around WrestleMania so much the last two days. Somebody said something along the lines of uh, Swagger winning that match killed it for them. And I'm like, how cool is it that somebody, nobody on the planet predicted the win won the damn thing? Well, exactly. I think everybody and their mother was picking Christian. I thought maybe mm-hmm. Drew had a shot. I think Christian and Drew were the favorites. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Christian and Drew absolutely were the favorites. Uh, I wish there had been some sort of website that had taken a poll just to see what the percentages were. 
I had a friend, uh, an old uh, host, co-host of mine that did get Jack Swagger correctly, so I owe him about five bucks the next time he comes into Calgary. But, um, guys, it's, <clears throat> when we talk about uh, the heart thing last night and, and the <clears throat> and the Ted DiBiase-led Legends Lumberjack match that I don't think you guys have talked about this thus far on Raw tonight, maybe it's just Phoenix, Arizona, and maybe it's just this crowd that saves up their money once a year to go to WrestleMania, but the legends are finished. Nobody has any clue who they are. And yeah. <clears throat> same thing with the uh, Mickey Rourke uh, legends gauntlet with Chris Jericho last year. Nobody knows who Tony Gurria and Sergeant Slaughter and you IRS you even puke. are. So it, it's, it, the thing is done, and I feel bad for those guys. I feel bad for Ted DiBiase. I feel bad for... Pat Patterson and Bret Hart and fuck it, Bruce. But um, to, it's over. It is. They don't. These nine-year-olds that are spear, 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 and have those orange Cena Nation shirts oh, don't yeah. have a fucking clue. Ooh, no, you're right. You're right. One hundred percent. What What are you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, they've got to they've got to phase it out. They absolutely have to now. Well, I think they are going to kind of kind of phase it out. I, I mean, you look at they are trying to build the new stars. I think the Cena thing is going to change. It wouldn't surprise me to see a complete three, uh, a complete one eighty. Excuse me, where you've got Randy Orton coming across as the biggest face in the company, and it's just possible that to counteract that, John Cena could be the next big heel. Well, actually, that's going to be hard to do because you got too many fucking little kids and soccer moms that love him. And all it takes is one bad promo trashing the fans. And spitting True. On, we'll it, see. We'll I see. Mean, we've seen it happen before. It can happen again. Well, I, well, Trey Dog, I know you were listening to Sunday Night Showdown for the whole four hours, but if you caught any of the commentary last night, minus Jim Ross and with... Matt Stryker, along with Jerry the King Lawler and Michael Cole, what did you think of how they did? Um, I, I've I've been one of the few people that I'm not butthurt on Michael Cole. I think he does the best he can. So I, I have no ill will towards him like a lot of Internet people do. Um, I've been in his position. J.J. knows this. J.J.'s been in his position more than I have. But it's not exactly easy to do. So I kind of give him the benefit of the doubt and give him the credit where it's due that I can't see me sitting there doing that with my gift to gab and my radio talent, and I do sports play-by-play. Um, I can't see me doing my job with somebody screaming in my headset. So with that all being considered, I think he does a fantastic job. He messes up now and then, but goddamn, who doesn't? You know? Uh, I think Matt Stryker is a blessing to the announce team. I think he should be on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, to me, I think when he first premiered on pay-per-views back in like July, August, he was fantastic, and he's really uh, he's really regressed since then, and and he's relying too much on his gimmicks and and not really getting a lot of chances to talk. And then when he gets the chance, he has to overdo it simply right. because uh, he's getting his rare opportunity. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I, I thought Lawler was as consistent as he always is, and, and that's always a great yeah. thing with him. 
I just think with WrestleMania, and I know everybody's like, oh, well, JR's sick. Well, JR's not too fucking sick because being an Oklahoma Sooner fan, I see him in almost every fucking game that's on TV. So he's not he's not feeling too goddamn bad. He could be out there announcing wrestling if he could be at a Sooner basketball game. Well, and I think... I just, I think I think there's some political things going on behind the scenes with him, and I also think that uh, WrestleMania was great last night, but could have been even better with Jim Ross at the announce table. I will agree with that. I, I don't want to speculate and you know have a false rumor out there because I'm not one to to really want to do that. Uh, I, I kind of feel like the thing with Jim Ross is this: you know, he does have a successful business that he's actually opened up that actually has a chain there in Oklahoma and is JR's Barbecue. And yeah. I don't think he really wants to be away from home as much as he was uh, working for WWE. Now, I think he did sign some sort of contract extension, and, and that's cool, and they're probably trying to work out some sort of deal. But it wouldn't surprise me if maybe Jim Ross ends up taking a deal where maybe he does the pay-per-views once a month and nothing else. And, and you know what? That's fine if he does that because he's earned the right to yeah. do that. He's the best announcer in the business Bar none. Him, then Gordon Soley, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, but, yeah. but here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, like I said, though, I, I think that, uh, you know, whatever Jim does, he's earned that right. If he wants to retire, he's earned the right to do so. He's done, he's been the best announcer for many, many years. And, uh, you know, like I said, I don't know the situation, but I, I kind of think that might have something to do with it. Just the fact that he does have a successful business and a smoking hot wife. And uh, why would you go anywhere? Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe he does just want to retire and and hang out and uh, <laughs> advise the uh, Oklahoma football coaches like he's probably always wanted to all of his life. Well, I know that not excuse me, not last game, but the game before it was OU's women. I think it was OU's women. It might have been OU's men's last game. Sure, I can't remember now. But he was sitting right behind the announce team that was doing the, the, the broadcast. Like, people sit behind him when he's doing Raw, and he was on camera the whole time. There's Jim Ross sitting right there in a white OU hat, you know, on camera the whole game whenever they would cut to the announcers. Well, it's not a, so, re- it's not a redo of the uh, Bell's Palsy, is it? No, he had, he had a relapse, a small relapse not too long ago, which is why he left originally. But he seems to be but over he, that now? He's okay. Or? I think he's okay now, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, i got to say that uh, if you thought the women's match uh, at WrestleMania was short, <laughs> you better made sure not to blink tonight because uh, one quick roll-up and and Maurice was down for the count uh, thanks to Kelly Kelly, I think? No, I think it was Eve. Yeah, I missed that. Oh, yeah, it was Eve, yeah. And uh, <laughs> the uh, I have to admit the... The hot tub match that the guys from Hot Tub Time Machine had with uh, with the ladies was pretty <laughs> was pretty entertaining. And then when Mark Henry showed up in that in that speedo, that was pretty fucking scary. Telling you, I gotta be honest with you. I am I am seriously as 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 of tonight, I am seriously done with the fucking guest hosts. They're worthless and fake tits on a straight man. <laughs> uh, they're just. There's there's no need for it. Yeah, all WWE is doing is giving them promotion when they're really not not giving WWE anything in return. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's not really a. Go ahead. Well, it's 
it's funny, guys, because uh, <clears throat> like you see uh, the Bella Twins and Tiffany and and uh, Rosa Mendez get out of that hot tub. God, those chicks are hotter with bikinis on than some uh, naked chicks on porn. <laughs> <laughs> on porn sites. Oh, man. The Bella Twins, god damn, I would cut off a fucking toe just to look at them naked in person. <laughs> wow. Awesome. I'm sure we could arrange that. Oh, are we that, being man. honest? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah, I would. You, you cut off a toe to see the Bella Twins naked? In person, yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's that's a fair request. Because if I get them that far, somebody's getting fucked. That's the thing. Oh, God. Did you guys ever watch The Surreal Life? Huh? Did you ever watch The Surreal Life? The Surreal Life. Yeah, it was on VH1. You know, it's where they take guys like Vanilla Ice and Ron Jeremy and, you know, all those B-list celebrities. Well, one year they had Ron Jeremy and, uh, what was her name, Trishel from Real World? Oh, yeah. the, the, The big slut. And she wanted to see Ron Jeremy's penis, right? Right. And he goes, well, if I bring it out, I'm fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just, that just reminded me of that when you said that. I was just like, okay. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. If, if, if I get, if I, I mean, if any guy gets a girl to that point and you don't get him, and you don't seal the deal, that's your fault. Yeah, exactly. No. So, well, all right, well, that being said, I think we're going to wrap this one up. I think so. Yeah, we're we're definitely done. We've gone some major overtime tonight, like forty five minutes over. So, yeah, so. interesting show. We didn't cover a lot of news or or even uh, TNA Impact tonight. From what I understand, it was a tape show. Uh, it wasn't that great, but hey, you know what do you it expect? Was what it was, and you know tonight, I just wouldn't have felt right coming in here talking about anything other than than Mania, Raw, and Sean. You know, I mean that's to me that's where our attention needed to be. Obviously, that's where everybody else's attention was. How many phone calls did we take? Well, three hours worth. No shit. And, and we didn't hear from the uh, from the mania haters tonight. No, I didn't hear from a single person that was talking shit for the last twenty four hours. <laughs> so. I mean, there were a lot of shows that that hated a lot of speci- specific matches and and didn't like the show uh, overall. It was funny because you go to the torch feedback that I always like to read and. One person was five, one person was zero, and one person was nine. So <laughs> it's hard to really take any of those three people seriously because you never know what what's right and what's wrong. If one person had zero and the other person had nine, it's hard to uh, to figure it out. Well, like I said before, what do they have to do to entertain you short of fucking killing themselves in the goddamn ring? Exactly. I mean, come on. It doesn't get any better than what we got last night. And when it does, enjoy it. How the hell could you dog on a, on a show like the show we had last night? That just blows me away. I think you can tell that uh, last night in Phoenix that there were uh, fewer, and this might be because of the economy, but there were, to me, there were fewer of us kind of IWC type of smart marks in the uh, <clears throat> University of Phoenix Stadium last night than there has been at WrestleMania is three and four and five years ago. Yeah, there were the there were the Cena haters, and I think there was a sign that said Norway hates Cena or something like that. But uh, it, it was a different dynamic. Yeah, all the nine year olds that were at Raw weren't at at WrestleMania, at least in the first few rows. But it's uh, 
this crowd. Oh, are you going to spend? Are you going to spend five hundred dollars? You going to spend five dollars? Five hundred dollars on a ticket so your nine year old can go to WrestleMania? I don't think so. But Hell yeah, no. I mean, this is the key, and this just shows you that this this audience is evolving. And if you listen to anything Eric Bischoff talks about, <clears throat> TNA is trying to stick to that eighteen to thirty four demographic with the uh, with the blood and the and the language and the crazy shit. But I mean. Those people probably uh, think that that might be going a little bit over the top at the same time. So it's it's two two markets that we're probably not falling under right now, and they're not really thinking about us very much. True that. You know what? With that said, it's time to end this show. On behalf of uh, Internet Dave and everyone else that called tonight, I mean, thank you guys. Definitely uh, an eventful show. We took three hours almost worth of phone calls. Loved every minute of it. Some major announcements were dropped. Some bombshells happened on this show. <laughs> you know, a lot of shit happened tonight, so the archive is going to be interesting. I'm not editing a damn thing. So tell those who weren't listening live to come and check it out on the archive because I'm not editing one damn thing. With that said, JSK, take us out of here. And uh, we do have a song of the night. I've actually went ahead and chosen it. And, uh, you know, it's dedicated to some people, and you know who you are, and... You'll get the message. So, uh, JSK, take us out of here, buddy. And we'll see you guys tomorrow night for Unplugged right here on SundayNightShowdown.com. Later, guys. Cool. With that being said, thank you very much for listening to the show. Thanks for everybody uh, that participates in the forum boards, and thanks for everybody participating in the chat room. Until next week, Peach 420, kiss my ass. Good night, white people. I'm out. Heads up! <laughs> Heads up! Yeah. Another one, another one, another one, another one. Why you all in my ear talking a whole bunch of shit that I ain't trying to hear? Get back, motherfucker, you don't know me like that. Black.
I deserve.